another week, another talking dirty. Oh. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, happy 420 to all. Mm-hmm. And to all, good night. This week for you in the NFL, contracts. We'll break down on one of the bigger contracts coming in this year. Then uh, over in the NBA, the playoff picture and the breakdowns of the first game so far that we've seen. Uh, then we take it over to a top five with our good friend Dune coming on for uh, a Harry Potter draft. I don't even know if we call it top five, but, you know, it is what it is. It's more than top five. It's yeah, yeah five. it's like seven. Yeah. <laughs> and then we take it over to Pop Culture where we break down a couple new trailers, our shows, The Mandalorian and Dave's new episode, wrapping it all up with your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? 412 Is that right? Yeah, it's close. Kent's Brothers Painting four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Ice Come cream today paint jobs. If you need a paint job, ice cream paint jobs. I don't do ice cream paint jobs. All right, <laughs> don't don't be spreading rumors. All right, let's get into it. You. All right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how are you doing? Good. Just good. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> what kind of intro to public speaking response was that? What are your thoughts on motorcycles? Motorcycles? Um, so, I do not like them. I think a lot of things that motorcycle people like do... At least the general, like, you know, consensus. I know not all of them are like that, but, like, you know when you're driving on a two-lane, like, street, and you just see the motorcycle guy, like, drive through the middle lane? Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. If I see him coming from behind, I'll try to get closer to the middle so he just doesn't have room. Mm-hmm. I'll be a petty son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then, like, the, the obnoxiously loud ones are annoying as well, but... A lot of them are like that, so I guess it's with the vehicle type. But yeah, so I, I feel like there's, they're the motorcycles, like the Harleys, like the low riders mm-hmm. with the high yeah. handlebars. Those always have the same type of person driving them. Some person who thinks they're a hard ass. Yeah, uh, most likely bigger, beard, bald. Mm. They're the loud ones. Yeah, and you yeah. got the little pricks who drive those little street bike bikes as fast yeah, the ones. dirt bikes yeah they're the ones not the dirt bikes like the ones like uh like the yamaha uh, like, like yeah, the, yeah. i don't know how the what uh, do you lay on yeah opposed to like lean back on yeah those are the ones that are bobbing and weaving through traffic and being little dickheads mm-hmm. yeah i hate them both i hate both guys I hate it's, just, it's so annoying i think about that because there was i saw so many on the way here because how nice it is outside yeah yeah every time and, like the first like warm weather breaks they're always like all right time to get the bike out yeah and i was driving <laughs> next to one so I, I i was driving next to like the yamaha like lean forward type bikes on yeah. route eight yeah and i was like these people are just gonna start bobbing weaving <clears> and crash right into me and it's mm-hmm. someone's desk in my hands so i just sped past i'm like i'm not i'm getting away from these people and then on alligator boulevard i saw the other, the Harley type, oh. and they're so loud, and it's yeah. so annoying. And every time I, I want to put my window down and yell "lame" or something like that, and, yeah. And I just didn't. I got. I was going to do it today. I was like, I was putting the window down, but I had a mouthful of food, 
because I was eating and driving. I couldn't mm. yell it. I try to play the most annoying music I can find on my Spotify playlist super loudly. When you're around them. When I'm around them, yeah. Because, like, they probably can never hear anything over the Harley, but I just want them to hear, I don't know, I'll put on Baby Shark or some bullshit. <laughs> or Barbie Girl or some bullshit. Yeah. Super loud. People are probably questioning me, but I'm just like, fuck them. I, I don't you know. try to out annoy. Yeah, I try to out annoy them. I can't stand them. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Seems like seems like you had a tough time with them on the way down here, though. Uh, it's more so like I think they're just annoying in general. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought about it more. Dude, have you ever seen that South Park episode, though? <laughs> yeah, I try not to reference it because it's definitely something we can't say. It's so accurate, though. But it's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. I always see clips of that on my TikTok sometimes. But... Yeah. The best is when they're in court about yeah, it. Yeah, when they're in court. Yeah. This is making incredible sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. It's like, no, we don't mean like in a gay way. We mean like you're an F word. Yeah. Yeah. You're. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's all you have to say. How are you? How am I doing? Yeah. Okay. I, um, I, I think I asked that before and then I went. I don't think you did. Yeah. I said, good. How are you? And then I then you said, yeah, that's then, you it. then you're like, that's it. Then you went into your whole thing. Know, but then, and but then, then you didn't... judge me for just saying good. How are you? <laughs> so I, then I had to get into the whole thing. Um, I'm doing good. I finally upgraded my phone type. I'm nice. now I'm now out of the button world on my iPhone. Nice. It's crazy. Do you like it? Uh it took a lot to like learn it. I was instinctively like going for the button. I'm not a fan of the face thing, the face ID. Oh, that's the best. It's the greatest thing. It's it's ever. nice, but like sometimes like I don't know. If I'm like wearing sunglasses driving and I like look at my phone, it doesn't like register me. Which is probably safe. Only sometimes, but yeah. I feel like sometimes it does. Yeah, it's probably like a design thing, and you know, it was designed for that. But mm-hmm. ugh, the sucks. more the more annoying one for me is the when I when I just wake up and I try to do it in the uh, like while laying down. Yeah, it's, it's in a weird angle of your face, and your face mm-hmm. is all squished up. It doesn't, so I have to like lean forward a little bit. Yeah, and tuck my face so out. I- but <laughs> what's been great for it is I've obviously have everyone has like a note of all their passwords they don't forget. Mm. Uh, they allow you to log into a lot of apps using Face ID instead uh, of like finding your password. Okay, and it's been huge because I still have those passwords written down. But in the past, if I forgot about them, I would literally, literally have to go back. Yeah, and you have to go through find it thing. and type yeah. it all out. Now, like they get on any of my banking apps, it's Face mm. ID. All wow. the gambling sites, Face ID. Oh, that's cool. So it's my UPMC app, Face ID. It's so convenient. Because I had that thing like this morning actually when I woke up. I usually like when I'm laying down, my phone's like on the bed next to me, face up, yeah. screen up. And I, like, click it so I can see, like, the traffic. Because, like, I always got to go hike to work. So, like, yeah. I try to get an idea, like, with the traffic on the parkway. See if you, can, and, if you have to get up right now. or you Yeah, if I, if I can, like, you know, milk it for a couple, of, like, minutes. Yeah. Um. So then I, like, click it and it's not turning on. It's, like, face ID. I'm, like, fuck. So then I got to, like, get up and do my face mm-hmm. on it. Ugh. I feel like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'll tell you what, the the battery life is the nicest thing. My phone battery oh, yeah, life but... on my old phone, my iPhone 8, was mm-hmm. horrible. It was miserable. It was like it was to the point where like you know when you go to check your battery life and it's like oh yeah this is like poor or like this is this it's like this needs service now yeah <laughs> like, it's dead you're on life support <laughs> yeah. just this advice for not only you but people like everywhere whenever you get mm-hmm. new Apple devices yeah try to not overcharge yeah yeah because exactly. if you overcharge it then it kills your battery life mm-hmm. like like that's like it it just yeah it just sucks that's so. what I'm trying to do with this phone now it's like trying mm-hmm. to like you know preserve that a little bit better with i I did that with my laptop because mm-hmm. my laptop my old one yeah i would need 
charger literally like everywhere <laughs> I took my laptop. I basically yeah. had to plug it in every time I used it. Gotcha. Now, I mean, I have I bring my charger every week, but I never, I never use it. All right. I rarely use it. All right. Well, let's get into it here. Leading off, uh, NFL. It's, it's the very, very slow season because next week's going to be the draft. So we'll have a full bre- uh, draft breakdown of the – I'll probably just do the first round and projected picks, what we think about them. Um, but that's going to be going through all next weekend, so we'll have a little preview next week. But we do have a couple of moves that took place this week. Uh, first up, the 49ers are actually apparently receiving some trade calls regarding former first-round pick – uh, quarter or for first round draft quarterback, uh, Trey Lance. So I don't know. I don't know if they're shopping them. I, I mean, I'm thinking if they're receiving calls about it, they're probably thinking about it here. Yeah, I, I think it's a brilliant idea for them. I don't see how you don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel, I feel, I feel like if you get a call about anyone, no matter who it is, you still have to think about it at that point. And mm-hmm. they're an offense where they can get someone else for that. Yeah, get rid of him. Mm. Get someone else in there. Yeah, just be fine regardless. Just probably it would be a team that would need a quarterback, and they would trade you a first round pick mm-hmm. for this year, which would be a high pick that you could get your own quarterback if you wanted. Even yeah, but like, like with, but they with got Shanahan's Purdy. offense you, mm. between Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. That's who they got. Too, yeah, right. Sam Darnold. Like either one of them could probably bring that team with that coach into like at least the playoffs. Yeah, or at least NFC Championship. Honestly, <laughs> like that team's so good. Yeah, you, you I'd love to say the, NFC Championship, but I just feel like the luck's got to run out at some point. But it's not luck if he's just like... But I'd say guaranteed game. playoffs, though. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed playoffs, possible NFC Championship. Well, I mean, guar- almost guaranteed you get your division. Most likely you're going to get your division uh, with any quarterback. They got Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks could get interesting. Yeah, but the 49ers are so mm-hmm. good. 49ers are probably Their better. defense is so insane, and, they're, and Shanahan is a great coach. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um... Then we had a trade this past week. Uh, the Steelers, the Lurs, are finalizing a trade to swap seventh-round picks uh, with the L.A. Rams to acquire wide receiver Allen Robinson pending a physical. I don't know if that physical was completed yet or not, but if all goes well, it looks like Allen Robinson's coming to the Lurs. I love it. So I think he'll probably still suck, but my black and, good, my black and gold blood is boiling with the what-ifs. Like, what if this is the year he figures it out? See, I don't know. He I gets think, back on the tracks. I think, I honestly think he's so, he's very young. So is th- he? He's pretty young still. I feel like he was like in his like late 20s. I feel like his first team was the Bears and he just had one year in the Rams. Was it not like his first two seasons? Is he on his like fourth, fifth season right now? Uh, wait, I'm looking it up. Regardless, he's younger to the point where like he could still show something he hasn't shown yet. Yeah. And it's just swapping seventh round picks. It's no harm now. Okay, twenty nine. Yeah, it's a little older, but a still, lot. it's not. He's good enough. He's athletic enough to where swapping seventh round picks is worth testing him out, and yeah. that means we won't like probably be drafting a wide receiver high. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I'd rather um, use it to fix everything else up. I think it's a good safety net for if anything happens to our other receivers, or mm-hmm. if we want to maybe move Deontay by the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Because I he's going to be due for that contract, right? I saw someone on Twitter, like one of the guys from the fan, tweet out, mm-hmm. "Like, what if you just move him before, like the draft, and get a, and try to get a first round pick for him? Then you have an extra pick. Then you could go draft, send him back to the Bears to get the Bears first. Oh, round no, pick. no, I'm not talking about uh, 
with him. I'm talking about um, uh, Deontay. Get a first round pick for him. <laughs> bring bring in a wide receiver with the draft then. Hey, Chicago, you want another Steeler receiver? Yeah. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> Give us your other first round pick. <laughs> Which actually, okay, well, I'll just bring it up now. Mike, uh, Mike Kirk from Chicago, yeah, longtime listener. He always wrote in and asked questions to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Chicago and the Steelers. Yeah, there's been rumors. I don't know if we touched on it in the past or not. I know I, I've heard about recently that the Steelers might be trying to trade up to the Bears' ninth pick. Yeah, to try to get Joey Porter Jr. in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So he wrote me about that and was asking about that. He's saying I haven't heard about what we'd have to give up or what the trade would even include. I only heard the fact that that there might be a possibility. Yeah, and he's saying he's hearing that it would be a first round pick swap this this year. So yeah, and nine or seventeen first. next year's first and this year's second that wasn't from the Bears or our, our second round pick. Uh, okay, which I think that's a lot. The trade up, it is a lot. I mean, what are we at now? Fifteen, seventeen, seventeen. So it gets you a pick in the top 10, so that does come with that. I think if it's just the first-round picks one to keep the second-round yeah. pick, I'm, I'm way co- more cool with that. It's just the next year's pick sucks, but I think it is necessary to get the trade deal done. Yeah, and I also I – th- I think if you're going to try to trade in the top 10, you have to give up next year's first-round pick. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. The second-round picks will get to me because I really like having those three early picks we have this yeah. year because mm-hmm. we, we're doing like a soft rebuild mm-hmm. where we want – to bring in players who are going to impact us right away. And that's more of the first and second round picks. It's someone who's going to come in and impact right away. Yeah. Like we have a lot of older guys built around these young guys that we're going to be a competitive rebuild, competitive during rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. But we need more picks this year than like anything else. Like if we want to get maybe another cornerback to pair up with Peterson, who we just got. Yeah. Maybe um, then maybe alignment on both defense and offense in those first three picks. That's an amazing draft. Maybe if we do show up Deontay with the trade. And try to save a pick. And try to save a pick or two. Yeah, I mean, that'd be Wouldn't sweet. Be I'm fine, fine with that. I mean, um, even like a first-round pick swap and Deontay Johnson and maybe like a third-round pick this year, I don't think that's bad. I'd even go later than third if we're going to give up Deontay Johnson, too. Well, he is a, he is a con- he's going to be a contract guy. You know what I mean? That's yeah. going to be a lot of money but for the we team just taking him. put him on something, like a couple years? We put him on like a – like He's on a free like, agent again next year. He has another year after this. He usually says two years. I think he can opt. He has like the option, option to option opt out for the uh, yeah. next year contract. Yeah. But, eh. um, but one thing he also mentioned that whole thing too is, um, which I 100% agree with, like if you are the Bears, you should probably trade that pick to try to get as much capital as possible because the way, way, way he put it was the Bears need so much that they're not going to be able to draft someone and be like, all right, next year we're competitive. We're competitive. Do you think they need that much though? I mean, maybe defensively. I think they need to build their foundation up. Yeah, a lot. I think I think their lines on both ends. The line, yeah. I think their secondary. Uh, they have a couple of decent secondary guys, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, they need a I mean? pass rush. Yeah, they need the line on both sides and mm. some. Like, they need to build their structure up a little bit. That could take a couple years. Like, their skill players are there. They got DJ Moore. They got Justin Fields, who I think is going to be the like really good. Like Chase. Of, yeah, Chase Claypool. If you use him right. And, I mean, as the as the number two, maybe three running yeah, back maybe three. Yeah, right. Herbert's a, good, Herbert's a good running back. Like your skill positions, like is fine. They're young; you can build with it. But you need to build mm. around them more to be competitive. And that's not going to happen overnight. So if you're the Bears, that ninth pick, it might be better to trade that to get more future picks and just use that to build. Yeah, up. the only thing is, like the NFC North is kind of open. It's very open as long as Rodgers leaves. Yeah. Well, even if he kind of stays, I mean, I, it's honestly at this point, I'm I'm thinking it's the Lions' division to lose. 
I think it's the Vikings to lose, but the Lions are like the first up the bat. Yeah, I mean, I think the Vikings are sitting there at the top. But I think the Lions are hungry and coming, mm-hmm. coming from the back. For sure. I think this year is going to be – they're already flirting with playoffs last year. I think yeah. this year they're going to be for sure in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Which means that they might be even competing for their division. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it'll definitely be like a a couple of games off of each other. Mm-hmm. But I think the Vikings are the ones that should – Which, with that being said, the fact that you have two really good – two playoff caliber teams in your division, mm-hmm. if you're the Bears, you, it doesn't matter if you're competitive this year or not. You're, you should just keep trying to rebuild and – yeah, build up for a couple of years until you're the team, the team at the top. All right. Uh, think, next, thanks, Mike, for. Oh uh, yeah, good questions. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Cardinal safety Buda Baker requested a trade from the Cardinals. Lurs, Lurs, dude, Minka and Buda. Lurs, we need another safety. The, and didn't he play with Peterson? They're boys. Jesus, dude, our secondary. If our secondary goes from just Minka. To Patrick Peterson, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Buda Baker, I'd lose it. And Joey Porter Jr. And Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> Good Lord. Dude, if we've somehow finagled that, that'd be insane. Because Buda Baker, that trade, that type of trade is a type of trade I look at and, like, you, Honestly, won't, even, you won't even have to give up a first round for What him. if we got – what if we gave Deontay Johnson to the Cardinals for Buda Baker? I, I think I think Buda Baker, you'll be surprised. It's one of those trades that like, happened for, like, a third round pick. That's it. And everybody's yeah. like, what the hell happened? Not, he, not because he his level play. Like, he, whenever like a person comes out like I want traded, mm-hmm. the trade never is yeah. like a first round pick. Um, I feel like he is kind of coattailing off that one play he had a couple years ago, chasing down DK, chasing down DK Metcalf, and it's like every time I think of Buda Baker, I think of that play. Yeah, I agree. But all right. Um, then Falcons signed ex Titans and Steelers outer linebacker Bud Dupree to a one year deal worth five million dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh. I, mean, I really not, thought we were, he's gonna come, come back. I mean, it's good for the Falcons. And I, their defense is kind of getting. I, we spicy. didn't really, we really didn't need Bud, Bud anyways, because we nah. have Alex Hosman who played amazing last year. Yeah, but I, I was, it was kind of a lot of left field. I feel it, it was a little bit. The Falcons are low key spicing up their defense, though. I think they're in the same position as the Bears. Like you give mm-hmm. another year or two, that's gonna be solid. They what they need. The only thing they don't have uh, that the Bears have is a quarterback. Yeah, promise yeah. right now. But I think the Falcons have a better like structure than the Bears do right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to both be, like, top of the NFC in the next couple of years, or at least fighting for it. Yeah, because the NFC is kind of wide open right now. <laughs> yeah, I think AFC is a tougher of the two mm-hmm. conferences anymore. Uh, then last thing I have here, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts agreed to terms on a five-year, $255 million contract extension. This will be making him his salary the highest paid in 2023. Trivia, keying in the top five highest NFL quarterback salaries for the upcoming year. Patrick Mahomes. No. Oh, his is spread out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Deshaun Watson and yes. him are the top, what, top two. Deshaun Watson is in the top five. No, he's not top two. Oh, really? Because he, he's Deshaun Watson is number five with $46 million he's going to be making next year. Jalen Hurts is number one with $51 million. Okay. I thought his was so the record last year until, the, until this record. There's three people in the middle. Okay. Um,. Aaron Rodgers just signed that huge mm-hmm. contract. He's that, number two with $50.3 million. Yeah, he, he just signed that huge contract. Um, so I have three of the five. I need two more. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Yep, he's, he's number four. And Dak. Uh, Kyler Murray's number four with $46.1 million. Dak Prescott's not on the list. Damn, okay, so that's right. Two. So there's one more. One. <sighs> I want to say Lamar, but Lamar didn't get the contract. No, nah, it's not. Uh, Josh Allen? 
He was number six. Okay. But the number That's three right is Russell Wilson. Oh, I should have With $48.5 million he's going to be that. making next year. I was literally going through my head, who got deals in the last couple of years? Yeah. And I, and I totally forgot about the Russ. Because of the trade, mm-hmm. it was a sign and trade. Yeah, it was exactly. like they extended him immediately. I forgot about it. Yeah, that was a valiant effort, though. I mean, I feel like I only had two strikes. But it's okay. No, you had three. I had Josh Allen miss, and I had Dak miss. And uh, no, I just Patrick said, Mahomes. Oh, you're right. Never, I, you're right. You're right. I probably Patrick Mahomes. You're All right. right. That's actually all I had for NFL. That's the only reason to put that trivia question in there. No, I love trivia. Because I had nothing else. Hey, whenever Dan gets here for the next day, just ask him that off the top. Okay. That, that trivia. Yeah, yeah I can do that. And just catch him off guard. Like, he thinks we're talking to Harry Potter, and you're just going to ask him that. Yeah, Dan, NFL question for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to do things differently because we do have Dan coming on. Um, we're just going to roll right into NBA. Yeah. No, uh, later gets rebound, passes the man, shoots it in, boom, goes done. Mike. Well, you just did it, so it's there now. But I, it's, you know what I mean. It's there, but it's not there. It's, it's like the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's always there. Would you want me to do, actually, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do other news that isn't playoff talk. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, um, I need the, the check out of the way. I need the check because I think. Yep, I'm wondering why Malcolm Brogdon's on the TV. I was like, I bet he won six player, six man of the year. That's why he's on the TNT right now, and that's exactly what happened three minutes ago when he came out. They oh. announced it. Um, so we are like getting it. some NBA season awards. Uh, that's actually the first Brogdon play for the Celtics. Ah. Right. No, he's been very, very good. Yeah, I know. It's just anytime. He played for the Pacers. Anytime it's the green and white, I'm like, ah, Yeah, it was the Pacers last year. And then this year, mm-hmm. he, he was a starter, and he was awesome. Not last year, maybe the year before, and they got traded. Um, yeah, but as, as we were kind of talking about Malcolm Brogdon, um, a lot of the NBA awards are getting announced little by little. Of course, I all, all I really care about this point is I the Joel Embiid winning, because the second they announce that, I get... Nice little ching. Some moolah. It's a moolah in my account. Um, but yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, six man of the year. I definitely think that was a good call there. I think gives his award to lose, honestly. Um, who did he beat out? I want to say. Yeah, I have to hear who he beat. I want to say one was uh, Bobby Portis because they were talking about that in the first. He eh, came. It's fine. Then I'm. I'm let me see. Let me, let me look it up real quick. I mean, I could get the article. Bobby um, Portis was hurt for like a first chunk of the year. This is a little, yeah, but nothing crazy. Not, not nuts, yeah. Nothing major, but... Um, all right, Boston Celtics guard Malcolm Brogdon won the sixth man of the year. He beat out uh, New York Knicks Emmanuel quickly. Oh, that's bullshit. He, he, uh, he had a really good season. God damn it. And then the Milwaukee Bucks, Bobby Porter. So I was right on Bobby Porter. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel, I, I think Brogdon definitely had a better season quickly, but quickly was huge to the Knicks' success this year. Yeah. And Bobby Portis wasn't like a huge. Like, yeah, he plays good yeah. off the bench, but he wasn't integral in the team's like mm-hmm. makeup like the other two have were. Um, the lineup he's playing is just gassed from guarding Giannis for like five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Bobby's like, all right, Bobby's gonna eat. Bobby's gonna eat. Oh, dude, I I I want to jump to the playoffs right away. I don't, I don't have this in the news, but the game one uh, Bucks Heat. Yeah, like. Bobby Porter's literally got a rebound and he started fucking beating his chest. <laughs> or like like he was he was going way over the top crazy. Yeah. Just like at like literally anytime he like did anything. Mm. Um but yeah, it's it was very funny. Um all right, the other words that were announced already. Head coach uh coach of the year was King's head coach Mike Brown. 
Makes I, sense. Yeah, it does. It, it makes does. sense. Uh, the the Kings, you have to. This is the best year they had in 17 yeah, years. You have to. And with the first year head coach, that's like. And we didn't expect it. Yeah, which Mike Brown like was always he's he's been around. That's like well, a lot of people didn't really expect it. Everyone thought like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he he's a good coach, but whatever. Yeah, but I wonder yeah, what really the unlocked. start of season odds were. Probably pretty high because it's a new coach. Probably high as hell. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, like probably like he's probably oh, up there, top five yeah. in the predictions. But he probably was predicted a lot because of him being a first year coach. I feel like first year coaches win mm-hmm. more than not because it's like, yo, dude, if you first year there and you kind of turn things around. Like, I feel like they're That's usually true. I like I like think when like, Nick Nurse won, he was co- uh, coach of the year. He was like a first year. Whenever yeah. won, it was mm-hmm. like he's first year. Um, but yeah, Mike Brown, he beat out the Celtics, Joe Missoula, and the Thunders. I do not know how to say his name. It's Mark, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna pass it to you. I'm gonna highlight it and pass it to you. Wait, search the D. Diagnol. Diagnol. I diagnol. I don't. There's not enough Thunder games on national TV, and people don't talk about them enough <laughs> for me true. to hear how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. So that's like really the first time. I don't even know who the Thunder coach was until I read this. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Um. Next award that was announced is the first year inaugural Clutch Player of the Year award. All right. I like this award. It's. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. The winner is De'Aaron Fox from the Kings. Uh, he beat out Demar Derozan and Jimmy Butler. Oh. That's why I I like this work as Jimmy Butler's a finalist. Okay, all right. I hang banners. I'm not this. I'm not a fan of it. I I hang banners just for when my team or players make a finals or something. Like Bam was a finalist for defensive player of the year last year. I I in my head he was defensive player of the year last year. <laughs> um, speaking of that award, defensive player of the year uh, this year it is JJJ, our boy. Nice. Um, it's great <clears throat> for him. He brought the hardware home. Yeah. I do remember. I don't. I I wanted to look back. See if I said it on the podcast or not, but I know we did. Season whenever I was making the my notes for who has a win for each award, I was debating between picking Bam or JJJ because they're yeah. both my guys, mm. and I picked Bam, so I bet on Bam. But yeah. in my head, I think JJJ was my number two choice. Oh yeah, for year. sure. Yeah, I feel like I said it on the pod. So yeah, because he was I like averaging in like high, immensely in blocks and shit. Yeah, like I I thought early before the season started, I was thinking JJJ, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I think I ended up going with Bam instead. So yeah, I was, he was up, breaking up like four blocks a game for a little bit. I know. <laughs> So, I know. Even early, yeah, early season, I <clears throat> kind of know. But anyway, he beat Brooke Lopez, who's been in the conversation all year, and Evan Mobley. Okay. Yeah. Um, update on the Mavericks tanking story. They were fined seven hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> for the for the pulling Luke after the first quarter of their last game. Ooh. Mark Cuban, uh, as a good guy, moves that he'll match the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar uh, fine with a yeah. seven hundred fifty thousand dollar donation to a charity to be named later. Whenever he talked about it, he said, I didn't pick yet. We'll see. Maybe a Dal- local Dallas one, but yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like a joke, like a play on word for tanking the charity name? Wow. <laughs> like, tattered. But like that, that amount of money is like pennies to him anyway. So yeah. <laughs> but it's also like a lot of money. It is a lot, a lot of, of fucking money, but for him, it's like, but for yeah, him, whatever. it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, I don't know. It's like if I spent a hundred dollars at the bar. It's like, ah, fuck, but whatever. It's like hitting $5 on, do you want to donate $5 to help the kids in need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. Like all, that's all it is for Mark Cuban. <laughs> um, no, but I love Cuban, so I have to shout him out for that. All right. Um, all right, the last headline that's not M- uh, NBA playoff related is arguably one of my favorites Okay, I've had so far this year. So the Athletics sent out an anonymous pool to NBA players. So 
a bunch of NBA players. They sent this poll said it's gonna be all anonymous. We just want you to answer these questions honestly. And I have the results, and some of them are awesome. Okay. So the first one is best defender. Um, mm. Majority of the, uh, the league voted Drew Holiday, which makes sense. He's That's not bad, guy. yeah. Yeah, uh, Lou Dort was the second most percentage, and then other came in third. Uh, this is where I'm saying this. This one's like the ones I'm like, I love it. Most overrated player. Ooh. So ooh. this is anonymous NBA players are actually voting against each other. Uh, number one who won was other with 31%, but then the next one under that was an actual player was Trey Young by a lot. Wow. It was other, and then it was, so other was 31%, then Trey Young was 14, then the next one was oh. seven. So it's like he doubled the next person, which is Julius Randle, I'm sorry to say, but. Um, that was Julius. I mean, yeah. I, get, I get Julius Randle being there. Jimmy Butler was in top five. JJJ's on that list. RJ I, I get on Julius Randle being in that list, but no, but Trey Young beat everyone else out by a lot. That's funny, which is awesome. That's great. Um, most underrated player, other um, one this category as well. Yeah, just because you have so many decisive answers. Yeah, but the next one is Drew Holiday. Another yeah. one for Drew Holiday, which I've actually had debates with my friend uh, Steve, who might have been on here before. He called Drew Holiday. He said Drew Holiday's overrated. Mm-hmm. Um. Back when he was on the Pelicans, still, and I was like arguing with him. Yeah, like, Drew Holiday's very he mentioned good. This before, yeah, yeah, like, he's very good. You mm. just just wait, and then he, yeah, he went off. Um, the goat debate. They asked current players the goat debate, and MJ smashed LeBron. Really, uh, MJ at fifty eight percent, LeBron at thirty three. Then Kobe at six point eight. And then it's like, a little bit. I for- feel like that was more of like a pat, like you know, a little. Like and we, I I play against uh, like a lot of these players. They idolize Jordan whenever they came into the league, mm-hmm. so they probably like, do I vote for my idol or the guy that I play against next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm and I bet a idol. lot of the current players after they retire will say LeBron. Yeah, I think so too. But they won't say because they're in their competitive mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't want to give credit to the other guy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I can see because it'd too. be kind of weird if like everybody said, oh yeah, LeBron's the goat. Yeah, and but it's like yeah, we're playing him next week. Yeah, <laughs> <or> something. exactly. <laughs> Um, next is best in arena fans. Ooh, Thunder? No. No. Thunder's actually someone on the list, but number uh, one is Boston. Best fans? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. I bet, I bet the way this was probably worded was like toughest fans to play against because they're loudest and I can see that. Uh, okay. I can see that. I can see that as well. So I think by best I what mean was like number two. I, I I number two is the Kings, which they've been very loud all yeah. year. So like I think that's what it is. I think it's more of yeah, that's who's like has the best fans <laughs> for their team. Because even the Marcus is, Smart said that a Boston fan committed a hate crime against them. I know. <laughs> so the way I'm the reason I'm thinking it's, this might make it more clear. There's also worse fans. So like imagine like going to arena, it's empty and no one gives a fuck. <laughs> That's who that was. So I'm thinking of the polar opposite as the Celtics. So okay. it's always filled up. It's always sold out. It's always yeah. crazy loud in there. So they're the best fans, quote unquote. Okay, gotcha. Um, but number yeah, two is sense. the Kings. Number three is the Warriors. Number four is the Knicks. Five is Philly. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Like the yeah. toughest place. The to Kings play, is probably thing. just this year. Only yeah, exactly. this year is like they have to light the beam yeah. stuff and they've been going off. Because we just named like three of the – Top three scumbag cities, scumbag cities, yeah, scumbag fan New York, Philly, Boston, yeah, (laughs) 
And then who's the other uh, warriors? They're just always loud because they're yeah, yeah, they're, they're in the midst of their wagons. like greatest yeah. generation in, in their mm-hmm. history. Um, worst arenas fans is number one the Hornets. Makes sense. Number yeah. two the Pace, Pistons. Makes sense. Number three Wizards. Magic. Four Jazz. Then this one has five Celtics because like people are probably like fuck these guys. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy to say the Heat's the last one listed. Oh wow! So so people don't think we have bad because yeah, everybody likes to go to Miami and play. <laughs> I know, and it's and I also feel like everyone always pegs us as bad fans because that time when uh, ball, uh, Rayon hit the shot, people were trying to leave before they had to rush back. Uh, in. Remember that whole thing, the whole debacle. Um, most desirable <laughs> coach to play for? Ooh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's number two. Ah, uh, number one is Pop. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes it. Yeah, then number three, Spolstra. So those top three, mm-hmm. like, were obviously. Like, if you sense. say that we're the best three coaches Nick in the Nurse. league, then the next is other. So oh, okay. like that's so okay, that's why yeah. it's kind of, it kind of makes sense because it's always those three are like the best coaches in the league for the mm-hmm. last few years. Yeah. Then other then it goes Tyron Lou, Mike Brown, Mike Malone, Monty Williams, Chauncey Billups, Clifford, yeah, yeah. Hardy, Snickelfritz. Who did you say? Uh Nick Nurse. Oh, he's not even on here, bud. Uh. Doc Rivers is the last one. Then it's the least desirable coach. Of- Wait, who? Uh, Dick Durst didn't even make the best list. Wait, who was the last one? Uh, Doc Rivers. Who's that? Oh, Glenn. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Idiot. Ryan. <laughs> dummy. What the fuck? It's like, who the fuck is that? Um. <laughs> all right. Next one's least desirable coach to play for. Ooh. 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 Um. And this one's by a lot. A lot. A lot. Steve Nash. No. <laughs> Uh, LeBron James. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's Tom Thibodeau by a lot. Oh, that makes sense. That Tom makes Thibodeau's sense. 43% of the vote. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the most out of all the other ones we've asked he, he, for. Yeah, he, he's a slave driver. Then Steven uh, Silas from the Rockets, number two. Others, three. Glenn Rivers is four. And Rick Carlisle is five. That's okay. All, that's all That's all the pools. Yeah. Uh, they, they did, but I loved it. That was the best. That's Especially fine. the fact that it was Trey Young overrated. Yeah. So funny. I love we it. We love to hate Trey Young here. I, I think I put that on the Dirty J Sports Instagram <laughs> story the second I saw it reported. I loved it. Um, all right. Let's just do the uh, playoffs. I'm going to go series by series. Just kind of recap all the games that happened so far um, and any headlines that might be part of the series. We'll start in the West. And we'll start with the Kings Warriors, a kind of yeah. a series that no one predicted, even though the Kings try to show us all year that they actually have, they're actually good. Um, so the Kings are currently up 2 0 on the Warriors. Game one, the Kentucky Boys showed out and uh, showed out. De'Aaron Fox had 38 points, and his college teammate Malik Monk dropped 32 off the bench. For a team that's all offense, they were able to sh- somehow shut Steph down, and they secured the win, and Sacramento was going nuts. Before the game, during the game, after the game, it was crazy. Yeah. I should have thought it, when we were doing the predictions, the atmosphere for the yeah. game, a home game for the Sacramento Kings playoffs. And like, one one thing that I should have said, I've said it on the podcast, I've said it on the power rank because I didn't even consider this during the playoffs because I thought it's a different mm-hmm. team. But the Warriors have the worst road record of uh, all teams all season. Really? And I, with my head thinking, come playoff time, they're going to quit that weird shit that they've mm, been doing yeah but they but just they haven't. haven't like they've been played trash on the road continuously i still wouldn't count i mean they're probably gonna tie up the series i think i think so too i think it's gonna go back to uh golden state and they're they're gonna yeah win it just comes down to that game uh six yeah yeah the, the next time they're in sacramento is the mm-hmm. pivotal game yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's like the most important game mm-hmm. um but let's go to game two 
Uh, it was a lot of the same for the Kings in Game 2. The Stars came out to play for the Kings. And actually, fun fact, this is the first time the Warriors have been in an 0-2 deficit in the playoffs for the entire Steph career. But I also heard it even dates back further than that. The last 27 years. Wow. Like, the 90s was the last time they were 0-2 in a playoff yeah. series. I mean, when they get there, they're good. good yeah. For him. Crazy. <clears throat> uh, the biggest story coming out of the second game is the Draymond Green stomp. So, if you yeah. wouldn't see that, uh, Sabonis was on the ground, uh, tied up uh, Draymond Green's legs. He tripped a little bit, turned around, stomped on Sabonis to let go of him, then ran down the court. Um, Sabonis, I'll say it right now, fuck Draymond. Sabonis was putting on a show. Yeah. That did not look like as hard of a stomp as <coughs> Sabonis. Sabonis was making it like his chest cavities caved in on himself. That was very European soccer player of Sabonis. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to get you got to find a way to milk it so you can get the worst call possible against Draymond. Which worked. They mm-hmm. gave Sabonis a playoff a game, one. you, know, you got to milk that. They gave Sabonis a fl- flagrant one for grabbing uh, Draymond's legs, uh, okay. but they gave Draymond a flagrant two, which is an automatic ejection. I think for he the stomp. Then he got suspended okay. one game. A lot of people were saying that's bullshit. It wasn't even that bad. The flagrant two they get, but no suspension. But the league's uh, VP came out and addressed this and literally said they gave him the suspension because he's a repeat offender. I'd say that, and like it's the action too. It's like you stomped on him, like. Didn't he like turn back and go back? To it, him? It, it, it very much looked like it. If you watch yeah, it fast, like, like, yeah. if you look in slow motion, his torso turned. Like it was with intent. Went down. Yeah. It was like with full intent. You know, yeah. it wasn't like as a result of gameplay kind of thing. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people who are defending Draymond is saying, "Well, it's only because Sabonis grabbed his leg yeah. and tried to quote unquote try to trip him." Yeah, I agree. I agree with the ejection. I, I see why people are saying don't suspend him, but you have to suspend him because of what the league's saying. He's a repeat offender. Mm. He is a tracker kicking people in the balls on purpose. Yeah, that was. Like, that remember was the one insane. time I think he was falling over on top of Russ and he like made an elbow. Dude, it was and, like went flying down an was, elbow. He was notorious for kicking people in the nuts yeah. during like that 2015 16 yeah, Warriors era. And it was like, what the f- Him and, like, Zaza. Zaza was also very dirty. Yeah, yeah. They were just the dirty little scumbags on the Warriors. Yeah. and then But you liked Steph, you liked Clay, And then they got KD, and it was like, all right, fuck this team. Yeah. <laughs> it was, what's it called? They, they made a rule for Zaza. The, the closeout oh, rule. The closeout rule. Uh, foul, where they call a foul, even if you, like, didn't touch the person, but you are in their landing spot, mm-hmm. is because Zaza would do that to people. And that's how Kawhi Leonard got hurt and, like, for like yeah. a whole year because he mm-hmm. fucked up his ankle because of him. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's, there's a whole thing based around that team. Um, but, yeah, let's hit Kings Warriors. Draymond's a scumbag. All right, next, we've got the Suns Clippers. That series tied up 1-1. Game one, Russ played so bad, shooting three for 19. But everyone kind of forgot about it because he did secure the win with a block and, like, a playoff of uh, Devin Booker's speed out of bounds. Mm. Um, yeah, I did see that. That w- that was nice. Very yeah. lucky, but nice. Very lucky, <laughs> but like, yeah, he he shot three for nineteen. People forget about that because of that sick play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the real story really was Kawhi and KD. This is the first time they saw each other since Toronto versus Warriors in the finals. Wow, because okay. just because of injuries and stuff. Yeah, uh, KD missed a whole year, and then Kawhi missed a whole year. This is the first time they might see each other in regular season once or twice, but maybe not. Kawhi might have been sitting the whole time, but yeah. Uh, they really came out to play. Kawhi had an impressive 38 points, uh, which shows how 
blood mansion for him works because he just comes out in the playoffs and is an absolute <laughs> killer, which we'll get to the next game too. He had a great sec- second game too. Uh, and KD matches with a 27 points, 11 boards, or 11 assists, 9 boards performance. Almost okay. a triple-double. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Clippers just had a better game overall. And the big story coming out of game one, Russell Westbrook. Did you see him getting in a fight with a Suns fan in that little lounge? I So I was at work, so I like saw the video pop up. I saw like the altercation a little bit, but I didn't like hear anything. So what happened of was what he like said to the guy. This is really stupid. The Suns have a if you get like courtside seats, like yeah. a little lounge for those people. Yeah, and yeah, the players have to come through that lounge to get onto the court. So opposing team too. So I guess someone says something to Russ as they're coming through, and he stopped and was like just screaming like in front of this kid's son like mm-hmm. say it to my fucking face say it to my fucking face like going at it and then they finally got scoring him out and through the tunnel and then he went that was at halftime they went back out and played the second half <laughs> so he's like <literally> arguing <laughs> some dude at halftime as he's getting back on the floor which is wild yeah you go back and watch it. it's crazy and even if you watch it keep an eye on the kid he tries to eat like a piece of steak or looking or something like that with his just no utensils oh just biting i did it. see it just yeah. biting with his mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny uh that was like I remember I watched the video. I saw that kid, and I like looked at the comments, and that was the first thing I was like, "I love the internet." Oh, it, 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 it just, it, people were just zooming on that kid. Why, it was like, "Why the kid hate utensils so much?" <laughs> That's so funny. Um, in game two, Chris Paul had uh, so Chris Paul had lost thirteen consecutive playoff games that were officiated by referee Scott Foster. The losing streak ended two uh, two days short of ten years. Good lord! With uh, when Phoenix beat the Clippers on Tuesday night, uh, yeah, it's so funny. Thirteen straight playoff games uh, in ten years. That's like we got to look into that, you know? Yeah, that's suspicious. Yeah, it's insane, <laughs> insanely suspicious. But mm-hmm. the streak did end. Um, the series gonna be so fun. The stars keep coming out. Russ made up for his poor shooting in Game One with a nine for 16, 28 point game in Game Two, uh, but. Unfortunately for the Clippers, they couldn't get the win because Devin Booker dropped 38 and went off. Yeah. And, of course, Kawhi and KD on both ends played well, but uh, it just, it's awesome because game one had Kawhi and KD go off. Then game two, you have Russ and Devin Booker going off. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's this, a This is a series. fun series. Yeah, it's a popcorn series. Yeah, this is a very, this is like the only series outside of the Heat that I'm like, and actually the Kings Warriors, mm-hmm. this series and the Heat Bucks are the only ones I'm like really paying attention to. Yeah. Oh, doomed to you. Uh, next we have the Lakers Grizzlies tied up one one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, doing? How you doing? Oh, How you doing? And this is a little behind the scenes. Dan just walked in. We're <laughs> we're almost done with NBA, little boy. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> all right, game one. Uh, Jaw got hurt in the fourth quarter, but it didn't matter because it was all Lakers. Rui Hachimura scored a playoff career best twenty nine points, including twenty one in the second half. LeBron had twenty one points, eleven boards. Austin Reeves dropped twenty three. AD dropped 22. JJJ at 31. It wasn't enough. Um, this is very surprising. I feel like everyone had Grizzlies all the way that this entire series. Mm. Obviously, Jaw got hurt coming down the stretch, but the Lakers is all Lakers game one. I mean, the La- we were saying this later uh, a couple weeks ago. Like the Lakers were getting hot at the right time. Yes, they were. And when you have yeah, when really you have LeBron James, it's kind built. of yeah. Yeah, when you have LeBron James too, it's like if you your role players are playing hot, mm-hmm. you're always going to get the same performance from LeBron. And so it really depends on how his team plays. Yeah. Uh, game two last night, still no jaw. He didn't break his hand. 
but he still didn't pe- play. I think after game one, he was like, uh, my pain level's at 10. And then he didn't end up breaking anything or doing anything severe. So it, what a puss. Yeah. Um, but he didn't play, but it still didn't matter because uh, the Grizzlies crushed the Lakers. I think the final score was only – the Grizzlies only beat them by 10. But I remember at one point checking in at the third quarter, like turning it on, and it was like a 20-plus point game. Yeah, they probably brought the B squad in, and the Lakers were like still balling out. Trying yeah, still to LeBron. Something. I yeah. mean, yeah. Le- <clears throat> I'm pretty sure LeBron had a – so LeBron had 28 points, which is the most points in the entire game. Mm-hmm. But the Grizzlies, their entire team shot, like, scored in double digits, pretty much. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But they're starting five plus, like, their It was just one of those games. It was You're just one gonna, of those yeah. every single person contributed games. It's just which, unfortunate because Jaw wasn't there and they did that. I know. Because, like, without Jaw, I wanted, I wanted the Lakers to win another one. Win both road games? That'd be sick. That'd be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, the last series in the West. It's very boring. I didn't even write notes down for the second game. Because it's exact. I I didn't, I'm not even gonna read the notes. Actually, I do have notes for that game. Disregard that. Okay. Game one. It's Nuggets versus Timberwolves. It's all Tim, uh, Nuggets. It's two zero. Um, Joker had a thirteen point fourteen board tr- double double in game one. That's how little he was needed because of how dominant the rest of the team played. Like Jamal Murray balled out. He he did. He played solid. I wouldn't say mm. balled out because okay. wait for game two. He did. He played very solid. Michael Porter Jr. played very solid. I think Michael Porter Jr. was the highest scorer on the Nuggets. Okay, um, but it's just they, they they were like the uh, Grizzlies in Game Two of that series. Mm. Just, everyone yeah, was just very well rounded. Game Two, another Nuggets win. Jamal Murray had forty points. Wow, he dropped forty on their heads. Bubba Murray. Yes, Bubba Murray's back, and that's why <laughs> I said I don't want to call him balling quite yet because yeah. yeah. The, if if I say he's bowling for like an eighteen point game, yeah. then a forty point game is just nuts. I don't even know what that call, what's called. Good for Jamal. Um, sucks for uh, Ant Anthony Edwards because he did drop also drop forty one. Oh, tough. But forty one and a loss sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Like that's <laughs> just like that's when you stop and say I need out because you team. know it'll be referenced in the future a lot too. Yeah. Like oh yeah, uh, what, Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards dropped forty one points in a playoff game and still lost. Yeah, and lost. It's like oh yeah. Or they'll talk like, yeah, you scored 41 a playoff game. Yeah, we lost, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, that one year when the Celtics got swept by – or didn't get swept. Remember I said mm-hmm. predicted that yeah, yeah. Jason Tatum had a 50-point yeah. game at one point? Yeah, like you lost a series, but at least Jason Tatum won a game by dropping only 52 mm-hmm. on them. Uh, all right, let's go to the East and wrap this up. Um, first series, we'll do – how about we do the Knicks-Cavs? Yeah. Your yeah. your your uh game one is a big game one win for the Knicks. Yeah, huge. Huge game one win for the Knicks. Brunson was limited in the first half due to foul trouble, but he was huge in the second half, dropping twenty one of his twenty seven points. Came back hungry. Yeah. I mean he didn't barely play in the first half, which is insane. Um Joyce Randall also added nineteen points to the team total in the first game. Uh I think it's his first game back from an ankle injury. I think he sat out the rest of the like the last down the yeah. stretch in the uh regular season. Um, so it was nice to score 19 after not playing the last couple games. Um, it's hard to shut down Donovan Mitchell. So all the Knicks really did was shut everyone else down in game one. Because Donovan Mitchell, I think, dropped 38. Which is not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, not a bad strategy to go into the series with. Yeah, I like, agree. Like, hey, we're not going to be Donovan Mitchell. Just but. <laughs> let, let's let Donovan Mitchell score at will. Yeah. But then we'll just make sure no one else does. Because <clears throat> uh, he can't score all the points. Um, game two, the Cavs were able to bounce back thanks to Darius Garland's 32 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Knicks shot seven from 29 from three. That kind of sucks. And that's kind of like the big difference maker out of the two stats. Like I was looking at all the stats compared. 
They had the same amount of turnovers, which both teams had a lot of turnovers. I think like 17. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, all the stats are pretty similar. But it was three point shooting that like was the big difference. It was I think the Cavs were close to fifty percent, while the Knicks were draw, like close to like twenty. Yeah, that was just our curse. Like the whole season, we didn't have mm-hmm. any shooters. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, next series we have the Sixers Nets, which actually just tipped off Game Three. It this series and the another series here in the East is very gonna be very boring, like the Nuggets Timberwolves. I yeah, mean, it's all yeah. Sixers. Game one, Malik Bridges dropped 30 points, which is great. But we said this going into the playoffs. We said this after the trade deadline. The Nets are a team of role players. <laughs> they would be so damn good if you throw someone like Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving on their team. They would be amazing. But, no, they traded Kyrie Irving KD in this just for all the other teams. Well, they players. wouldn't have some of the players yeah, with KD. I was trying so, to, yeah. I was just trying yeah, to yeah, joke yeah. with that. But, no, yeah. Like, they're, they're, like Malik Bridges they're a superstar is amazing. Way. <laughs> Cam Johnson, Malik Bridges, both from the Suns and the KD trade. Dinwiddie. They're amazing role players. Dinwiddie, or as Cal Kuzma calls him, Dim Shitty. Uh, he's not been playing great, but he historically is a great role player. Uh, Nick Claxton, if mm-hmm. you have him as the, your backup center off the bench behind like a Joel Embiid, yeah, that, that, he's thriving. Mm-hmm. Uh, game two, Tyrese Maxey had a hell of a game dropping 33. The Nets just don't stand a chance. So far, it's 2-0. It's just started. Literally just started. But I don't see the Nets winning a game. Yeah, me neither. The other series is very similar to that. Is Celtics-Hawks. Celtics are up 2-0. Uh, they were up big early. I think the Hawks came back a little bit because the Celtics just took their foot off the gas. They're like, we don't mm-hmm. care anymore. We're up like 30 in the third quarter. No no one's playing. It could get interesting, though. Why? Tatum. Did you get hurt? No, he's not playing the rest of the series. Oh, for injury? Personal reasons. Oh, that's fine. He, they don't need him. You don't think? They don't need him. Do you think sweet? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Without Jason Tatum, there's going to be a game. I said this during our actual preview. I think Trey Young's going to drop like a 50-point game. That doesn't. That's going to get the one win. Dude, it's crazy to realize your team's so talented. It's like, hey, I know I'm the best player on this team, but I'm just going to not show up these next few days. You guys can handle it, right? Like, playoff game. Got I it. don't feel like playing right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, you don't have to. I mean, it's probably games. something legitimate if he's missing playoff games. But, yeah. But it's also like kind of wild. But it's that, also, if this was the second round against the Sixers, he wouldn't be taking this time off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, and I'm sure if like the Hawks came back and it was like game six or seven, he'd show up. Yeah, I think so too. I That's why I, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. With with Jason Tatum playing, yes, sweep. Without him, they get a game. They get yeah. one game. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Game two, same. It's just all Celtics. It's only. And the last series is the Bucks versus Heat. Yeah. I actually don't know what happened in game two. So the Heat are up 1 0. We'll leave it at that. Um, Giannis got hurt in game one. So did Tyler Hero. Uh, Tyler Hero's out four to six weeks. So he'll be back by Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Finals for us. Um, Giannis got hurt while Kevin Love took a charge. He hurt his back and apparently his wrist. He was cleared off MRIs and stuff, saying like, everything's fine, but he was a game-time decision last night. Yeah. No. Um, at least I think. I, I didn't even know there was a game that happened last night. Oh, there was, yeah. Um, but I think one of the teams did, I don't think up. he played uh, Giannis. And I honestly, that's a, that injury, it might not be anything serious. A lot of people at first saw it was like a tailbone, like broken tailbone, which yeah, really yeah. suck for him. I don't think it's anything serious. I think he's going to be back real soon. Mm-hmm. But that is going to affect the rest of their playoff run. Like, now I don't know if I'd have him win in the East because – Regardless if he's like okay or not, oh fight! 
Nick Claxton just stepped over Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid was not having it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a live news. Live news here on uh, Talking Dirty. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Nick Claxton. Down 2-0. You have nobody on your team. You stepping over the stepping MVP. over the MVP. <laughs> well, he's up to right over him. Please show the replay of the stomp for step for a uh, guy here. Oh, oh yeah. I would do the same. Yeah, I don't know. I'd give, I'd give him. Bo- I'd give Joel be a flagrant there. I think so. I think. I think. I you, think you it's, can't. It's you, not going to be flagrant to like Draymond yeah. because of the taunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just kick him in the nuts after that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. I think they're both going to get a flagrant. All right. Um. Yeah. That's it. What about game two? We're we're done talking. I talked about it. We're, 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 while you're talking about that, I was talking. The about Heat it. lost by a lot. Fifteen. It's not that much. It it got better at the end, <laughs> and Giannis didn't play. Neither Tyler Hero. Oh, come on, come on, Tyler Hero, Giannis. We were beating the Bucks <laughs> while Giannis before Giannis got hurt. By I mean, I mean, the Knicks game. are going to lose too. It's okay, bud. I'm there with you. No, it's. I, I'm still looking at this as a positive. We came out of Milwaukee with a win. We won home court advantage. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything else for NBA? Dan, would you like to say anything for NBA from, from distance? Um, not really. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Let's take it over to. Got up. <laughs> He, like, got up from his chair to be yeah. like, nah, nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take it over to the Harry Potter draft. Harry Potter draft, whatever we're calling it. Nah, I'm good, man. All right, let's see. Let's go. You're a wizard, Harry. All right. Top five this week. We have a special guest uh, for the holiday. The number one Harry Potter nerd that I think either of us know, Dan. Dairy Dan. Hey, how's how's it going? I'm uh, Hobbs, Calvin's imaginary tiger friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> you yeah, but what's he talking about? Dude. It's it's Dan. It's, Hobbs. Not, it's not Hobbs. It's Dan. Like Ann Shaw. <laughs> oh, okay. You've yeah, never okay. seen Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I don't, oh, you're right. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hi, I'm what's Dan. What's up, Rock? <laughs> Who plays Hobbs the Rock? I forget which one Shaw? is Hobbs yeah. and which is Shaw. Uh, Statham is I think Hobbs. Statham. Is I think he's Hobbs. Shaw. Yeah. Or no. Oh yeah. Statham is Shaw. Uh, yeah. The so Rock's the Hobbs. Rock is Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who'd rather be the Tiger, or the Rock? I guess the Rock. Or, a or sweet life. Or yourself. The Rock. You don't want to be yourself. No, I would rather be the Rock than myself. True. To be quite honest with you. True. Um. Before we get into the draft stuff, we do this all the time. We always start talking about interesting stuff that could be on the podcast, off the podcast. I forgot. Dan, last time Dan was here, he was updating us on F1. He started yeah. talking F1 with us. And I was like, wait, why don't we turn this into a Harry Potter and F1 segment? So you were saying, Dan, that Vegas' new thing with betting is since Max Verstappen is so dominant, you can bet against it. Just basically who comes next. Yeah, there's a very popular category uh where it just eliminates max verstappen from the race you just sort of bet on the race you bet on who's coming sans max verstappen yeah that's crazy imagine being that dominant he's either gonna win the race or his car will like explode and crash and die 
He won't die, but his car will blow up or something. I wonder, like, what other sports would be their uh, max for Statham for betting. Like, what player? Well, I, I feel like the Warriors with KD was that like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could honestly just bet who's going to lose in the finals to them. But that, that could just be like, LeBron. So maybe, LeBron, you have to bet, yeah. maybe you just have to bet on, during that era, like, who's going to play the Cavs or Warriors in the conference finals. Yeah. Or it's honestly, like, a Mike Tyson yeah, or a prime Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, or Tiger Woods in his yeah. prime. Except they don't have twenty guys all fight at once, every fight. That'd be awesome, like a Royal Rumble for boxing. <laughs> it's like like and it's only by knockout. I can see it. There's people running around throwing haymakers. That'd be <laughs> sick. Uh, when's was F1 start? Uh, it starts like towards the end of March, whenever it's. Oh, so it's spring. already going. Yeah, so it's been. Going. Oh, I thought that was like I thought that I think was, I think it didn't start till like May. No, that, this is like preseason. Like, all right, check this new bet out this year. No, yeah, uh, Max Verstappen is already firmly in the lead for the championship nice. at this point in the year. He's just so good. They're on like a break right now. There was the Miami's Australian Open, up, right? And then Miami's coming up in like. Two or three weeks, I think. It's a graph after Kentucky Derby, which is like the sixth. It might be like the next day or like the weekend after. Yeah, something so like, like the May seventh or the next weekend. I think next they're in Azerbaijan, in Baku, which is like a, some weird foreign country. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, just, oh, I'm going through the calendar right now. Yeah, Mother's Day's after that. Is it Miami Grand Prix on Mother's Day? <laughs> That's a perfect thing for Mother's Day to do. No, nah, dude. dude. Take it to the F1. <laughs> Is it? It could be fun, depending on your mom, I guess. Yeah, but imagine like missing Mother's Day to go down and party with some big booty Latinas in Miami. <laughs> like that, That's kind of a tough conversation to have. Yeah, well, you know, to each their, to each their own, really, oh, I guess, on that. Yeah, I mean. Oh, mom, sorry. <laughs> mom, I love you and all. That sounds like a Johnny thing. <laughs> Listen, mom, sorry, mom. Mom, sorry and all, but like, there's big booty Latina bitches down in Miami. I need to go dance with. Can you really blame me? Are you really mad at me for missing Mother's Day? Ugh, that's that funny. Can you say something, guy? No, no. Okay, I, thought, I looked at you about to say something. Um, another thing I want to talk about before we get started with Dan is what are your thoughts? This is Harry Potter related on the HBO possible HBO series that they Ooh. are talking about. I don't like rebooting it. it. I, see, I like it a lot. See, I, I think, think it's a good idea on paper, but they're going to fuck it up somehow. I don't know. It, 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 I understand Harry Potter's big, but like, I feel like it's way too soon to reboot something that was made in, like, what, 2000? So I think I agree with that. That's, like, my biggest hang-up on it. I don't hear what Dan has to say, too. But I never read the books. This is where I want Dan's opinion. Because I feel like there's a lot like it's, there's a lot of stuff, especially like Goblet of Fire, that was left out of the movie that's in the books that you could – if you have a full season to deal with each book, it might be more like the stuff that gets cut out. You actually get to see on the big screen. Yeah. I don't think there's enough stuff though to justify remaking all of it. Yeah. already. I, th- I think, it, I think the fact that it is so soon is my biggest hang up on it. Yeah. Like I think maybe doing like expanding the universe, maybe do like the origin of Hogwarts or maybe or go, to Marauders go to a different wizarding school or That'd something like we know other, other schools from uh, the Goblet of Fire. So like, Maybe we look at those other schools and maybe visit them. Yeah, stuff like that would be much more interesting and fun to do than doing the same story again. Like, there's like, uh, I forget what the American school is called. It's something dumb. It's something really, and the houses are really stupid. They're like creatures. Yeah, and but it's in like 
the a mountain in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's, the, that's the Pilgrims. They came over on like the Mayflower. Like I, I watched a whole video of some like lame dude on the internet <laughs> breaking down the whole story of it for a half hour. He talks like this, ah, but like funny. I was very, very uh, under the influence, and I wanted to watch it because I wanted to find out stuff. The story's crazy. This guy just sucked at telling it. Ah, okay, but yeah, it's like they they came over, like it's like a fucking dark wizard family in like Ireland, and they're like fucking. The parents went crazy, and the daughter fled to America. Oh, that's cool. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, they built since she was a wizard, then she met a non uh, a, a non match, as the Americans call them, mm. and like a muggle. <laughs> and then they have and their kids and their kids uh, have pow- uh, magical abilities. So that's whenever she reveals the Wizarding World to the whole family. And then they said they tell her about all the kids about Hogwarts. Uh, yeah, I used to go to Hogwarts, but I'm bad back over there. And then they. Th- thought of Hogwarts as just a crazy thing. They don't hear stories from their mom, so they started the school. But the houses, instead of people's names, they're like different mythical creatures that were native to the U.S., North America. Oh. That wasn't in London. There's uh, There was another one in the game. They uh, One of the students was a transfer from one of the schools in Africa, and all of the – like a lot of the uh, group of the wizards over there, they have the ability to transform into animals like – the Amagus or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Uh, like Sirius Black and all them. Yeah. So, like, I thought that was cool, too. That'd be a great thing to explore in a series. Yeah. Yeah, and that African school, they also talk about, like, casting magic without wands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which, that would be really interesting to hear more about. That's sweet. Is that uh, in the game? Yeah, yeah. So origi- yeah, that's all in the game. Yeah, so originally the- you were going to come on after the game dropped for PS4 after I started playing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it still hasn't dropped yet, dude. I thought it was in April, and it's fucking May. It still hasn't come out yet? No, I haven't got the, it doesn't come out until like the first week of May for me. Oh, it got pushed back. Yeah, I thought originally it was like Fuck. April. I think I saw something, too. That Jedi Survivor game might be PS5 only. PS5, Xbox X, and all that bullshit. Yeah. New gen consoles. Anyways, yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, It's called the Ilvermore Morning School. Oh, yeah. Ilvermorny or whatever. It's I-L-V-E-R-M-O-R-N-Y. Yeah. Over Morny. And yeah. it's where uh, the X-Men school is. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually true. I forget. No. Okay, so the... Where's uh, the X-Men school at? Uh, uh, upstate New York. Yeah. Never mind. Not important. <laughs> <laughs> the houses in I- Over Morny is Horn Serpent, Wampus, Thunderbird, <laughs> the wampus. and uh, Puckwudgie. The puck wedgie. Oh. That sounds racist. I didn't think yeah. Wampus would be. I thought Wampus was going to be the worst one, but then you dropped that last one on me. The puck wedgie? A P U K. P U K. Wedgie. Oh, puck I wudgie. guess they're American. I was about to do like yeah. a British accent for like. Oh, you puck wedgie. No, they're, they're, there's Boston accents. Thick Boston accent. Hey, you a fucking puck wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ma, come check out this puck wedgie. Dude, look at that fucking puck wedgie over there. <laughs> you wampus. <laughs> oh, look, them wampus boys over there. <laughs> the Thunderbird's sweet, but... No. Yeah, that's definitely like the... Bull- that's the Slytherins. That's like the bully kids. So there's also... So the puck wedgies from this video of the guy talking like this. That was like a creature that like hung out with the family. He was like puck wedgie. It's kind of like a go- goblin. A little North American goblin. Oh, puck wedgie. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if it, let me see. I hope it's Puckwudgie. I mean, I don't know how else you'd say it. Um, yeah, this is this, look at this motherfucker. That's a Puckwudgie. <laughs> oh, like uh, 
what's that? It's like a house elf on like meth. It's like a fucking. Uh, it's, like a, uh, it's like a creepy look at the Ewok or something. But yeah, but it's like it's like a Native American. Like the way they described it was like a Native American person. Uh, oh, it is racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are schools named the Indians. So there's like a house that's called Puckwudgies. Ugh, Moron. They're gonna have to change their name to like Team House, like the Washington football team. <laughs> House. Like in 2023, Puck Wudgie has to change your house name. And in the, in the you belong to House House. <laughs> yeah, House House. Uh, magic House. The Magic House. Uh, all right. Enough with the the, the, the foreplay. Yeah. Let's, let's get, get drafting. Let's get in this draft. So, for those who – do one of you go and go through the categories? Uh, yeah. Um. All right, yeah, so we got the categories we went through a couple weeks in advance uh, to determine these categories, and then we kind of changed it up last minute. But we got your favorite movie slash book. Yeah. Then we got house. Then we got student, teacher, villain, class, beast, like mythical beast, and miscellaneous category. Yes. So seven categories. Yes. Um, We spun a wheel before. Guy won. He chose to pick third. Then Dan won. And he picked go second. Seven is the most uh, perfectly magical number. Yes, there are seven categories. Seven, seven, seven. How many books are there? Seven, seven, seven. There are seven Horcruxes. What? Uh, th- there was uh, my number for rugby was seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mantle was seven. Big Ben. Big Ben wore number seven. <laughs> what? What's more magical than Ben Roethlisberger? All right, so I uh, I do have first pick. I'm gonna take it. You guys ready for the draft? You, mm-hmm. I kind of just feel like I just snap back and snapped into it. You're good. Yeah. No, I'm ready. All right. Uh, my first overall pick. This is the category that I was not the deepest on, and by not deepest, I mean I really only have one very strong opinion. Uh, for this category, and it's movie slash book, and I'm gonna take my favorite movie is Prisoner of Azkaban. I think I think it's one of the coolest stories of them. Yeah, I mean, there was no. I I I feel like that. I in my opinion, it's the best movie by yeah, far. It's definitely the best movie. Yeah, and I never read the books, so I feel like there's other ones that the books might be better if I read the books. But I didn't read the books. I only watched the movies, and by far, I think Prison Rascal is the best movie. Yeah, a lot of what's in the book gets into the movie with that one too. Which is awesome because they're still pretty short. Yeah, and I I love the whole way they handle time travel. And that thing, I love the that's the introduction of the Dementors, and it's really the first step out of all the books and movies where they really start working towards the overall plot. Like the second, I don't want to, I mean, I don't, I don't know if either, if probably not either, we're taking Chamber of Secrets, but Chamber of Secrets starts setting up a lot of the stuff with like Tom Riddle's diary and who Tom Riddle and Voldemort are, are and stuff like that. But like, really, like the really the plot starts kicking into high gear. They start growing up a little bit. And it starts getting more like adult from that point on. Yeah, in my yeah, opinion, that's a good point. like. Especially, like, the conflicts between the kids, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where he's, like, Hermione, like, what, sucker punches Malfoy? Yeah. It's calling her mud blood. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much happens the same in the book. Mm-hmm. It's not, what? like, right there. Is there anything big? But that's cool to see time traveled in the movie. Yeah. Is there uh, anything that's, like, major from the Since you're the big book, since you're a huge Harry Potter, what's yeah. the big difference between the book and the movie? Uh, they play Quidditch in the in the book. Uh, they, they only and they show went, the, the mentor taking 
Well, yeah, they Harry there is that for scene. Like a second though. That's like the only. That's all they show. Yeah, but then they win, the, like the Quidditch Cup that year. And I think I think Sirius sends him like the firebolt broom, like around Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's like, but they take it in to get inspected because they think Sirius Black did send it to kill Harry Potter because they don't know Sirius Black is really a good guy. Yeah, it's a great turn. Yeah, the Marauders map, the introduction of the Marauders map, I love. I, I mean, I'm, I should never. I'm not I'm talking. About. <laughs> yeah, they also talk about uh, like that aspect of it more, of like Harry's dad and his friends turning into animagus. Yeah, that so, would be an awesome. If HBO wants to do anything with Harry Potter, they should make just a Marauders like short film. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like an hour, an hour and a half long, like movie special for just for HBO Max or whatever it is called now. Max, or whatever. Yeah, I think they shortened just Max. That'd be cool. I'd love to see the adventures of like young uh, James and Sirius and Lupin and Wormtail and Snape and Lily. That'd be cool. Yeah, I uh, I didn't like the whole Peter Pettigrew thing though. Like he's just a weird motherfucker. Well, yeah, he's just a strange guy. <laughs> he's just a strange. He's guy. a strange guy. Who betrayed his friends. He's a piece of shit. But like, uh, I think the coolest thing for that movie was Lupin, like with the, the, the werewolf, werewolf transformation. Yeah. yeah, like that whole sequence, like where they're time traveling and like they like fake out the werewolf, and yeah. then you like realize that's what really happened. Then then there's and the Patronus, whole thing with, the Patronus. Yeah, they all there was Harry cast yeah. the Patronus. Yeah, it was a great movie. And him thinking that was his dad saving him, but then it's actually just him from the future. I, I, that movie's awesome. I don't know what else we can really say about that without talking about some stuff that could be drafted yes, later. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, all right, Dan, your first pick. And real quick, just a little housekeeping notes. Just keep track on your phone of what you pick in order so a guy can get it from the graphic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with something a little unorthodox, and I don't think this is even going to be, like, that highly uh, sought after a pick. But I'm going to go with a villain, and I'm going to take – uh, Dolores Umbridge. You bitch. That's actually going to be my villain pick. Okay, I, cool. I fucking hate her. Yeah, she's a great villain. She's great because I hate her. Uh, I think I saw something. It was like either, I think Stephen King talking about Dolores Umbridge and how great she is of as like a villain for that book specifically. Because Voldemort's sort of like a cartoon, like evil, ancient snake man wizard. That's not something you can really relate to, but you can relate to a fucking bitch. A ca- like a Karen, yeah. like a cunt. Yeah. But, but like, in a British way where it's less offensive. Yeah, cunt. exactly. Cunt. And, like, she played the part really well because, like, all of the fandom and society hated her. Dude, I <laughs> I, I, I don't think this, I, know, I want to mention another movie slash book, but I hate that movie slash book because of her. <laughs> like I do, when I rewatch them, I the last time I rewatched yeah. that movie, I skipped every single Umbridge scene because yeah. she makes my skin crawl, which she's supposed to. Dude, so like, it's perfect. Like, it's just like where he writes and it goes into his hand. Yeah, I shall not I tell lies. Like, oh, fuck, or I must not tell lies. This bitch. <laughs> I no, that was gonna be my one one villain because I hate her so much. It literally, that's great. Sign of a great villain. She makes me want to skip half the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my turn then. Anything else you want to add about on Umbridge? Um, I like that she gets uh, dragged away and raped by horses yes. at the end That's of the movie. That's a great way to end it. And then that fucking smiling bitch comes back yeah. later, and it's like, fuck this bitch. Oh, and I do want to talk about that, that like 
the centaurs in the books have like lines that they say but in the fifth movie they just sort of grunt which let's sort go. of feeds into like let's go ladies savages yeah beasts like yeah, what she was they calling don't them say anything <laughs> like, no they're very intelligent yeah Dude, centaurs i've had the whole all the movies fucked up the centaurs because the first movie is very strange there's a lot i've I read that there's i heard in a video there's a lot more in the book about like their like religion is like has knows the prophecies and shit and that he shouldn't have interfered in the first book but 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 in the movies all you see is this is where i leave you now harry potter and like rides off after yeah, he saves them they meet, <laughs> like some other centaurs and yeah. talk about how mars is yeah, really bright that's what it was yeah <laughs> yeah all right um I don't know. I don't know what the best path to take here is. It's tough because do you yeah. want to take a second one before the other person gets the other one, or do you want to start setting your own categories? It's a tough choice. I'm gonna go with Beast Hippogriff. Yes, I was trying not to talk about uh, Buckbeak. Yeah. While we're talking about Prisoner of Azkaban, but that's mm. a great. That was a great whole like side plot too. Dude, the Hippogriff is awesome. Yeah, like whenever they. I, when we're talking about the time travel, I really want to talk about how they save Buckbeak and it was mm-hmm. awesome. And then, then, then Buckbeak and Sirius fly off into yeah, the sun. Eagle, the eagle and horse. That's just a great combo. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. And like... Fuck Dra- Draco for almost making him die. Yeah, dude. Like, they made you feel for the, the hippogriff the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in the game, like, being able to have them as a mount to, like, go around the map, traverse oh, everywhere. Oh, you can? Yeah. That's sick. That's sick. sick. Awesome to have one. Um, that's so sweet. But yeah, the hippogriff's coolest beast, so I'm gonna take that. That's, um, that's smart. That's smart. That's a good one. I had it. I definitely had that on my beast list. Obviously, I think you probably did too. No, oh, I'm gonna go with. See, I feel like I don't know. I feel like these options are gonna be difficult to choose from. I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna take movie book. Goblet of Fire, the book. Okay, you don't have to specify. I was just thinking, yeah, both off. Goblet of Fire, like, but more specifically because the book. Did you read the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, when I was a kid. Um, just like all the extra shit they have in the book that they don't go over in the movies, like that shit was like, it was so Besides, awesome. I, all I really know is the Quidditch World Cup. What else is missing? That's big. Uh, there's a whole thing with Dobby at the uh, Quidditch uh, World Cup tournament, and then there's like a whole thing with them, like, actually during the course of the book. And then uh, there's also the there's a whole maze with the Sphinx. What? Yeah, yeah. And then there's is that like another challenge. Um, or is that just? I there? can't remember if it's another challenge. I think it was in succession to the third event, right? Yeah, it's like part of the maze, like uh, where there's like a there, fire scorpion down one path of the yeah. maze. So instead of just nothing being in the maze, yeah, except for like an or imperious like weird ghost vines. Crumb. I think they spent all their money at that point in the movie or something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's like lots of stuff in that book that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think the thing that pissed me off most was Dobby. Just because, like, Dobby's such a cool character in Chamber of Secrets, and then you have the chance to, like, bring him back into the storyline, and then they just passed on it completely. They just cut you... everything with Dobby in that and Then they, he shows up in the last one, just like, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. He, he's in, like, every book except for, like, one. One and the third book, maybe. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Yeah. And there's also a whole plot line in the books about, her, like, Hermione wants to. The uh, like, rights thing? Yeah, it has elf civil rights. Mm-hmm. 
let's say that's us with spew yeah spw like yeah. the society for the promotion of elfish welfare that's, <laughs> that's awesome no I, I i love goblet that goblet fire is my is my second favorite movie out of all of them probably it's because i like to try wizard stuff it's so sweet all-time creepy scene too it's moaning merle just like checking out harry's peeing in the bath <laughs> That is Would you fuck Benimore, Myrtle? Either of you? Um, dead or alive? Meet me in the bathroom. I'll fuck you while the water running. Just uh, bang Benimore, Myrtle while the ba- while the faucet's running. The answer's neither. House. The answer's neither, though. You wouldn't? Nah. Would you? <laughs> no. How would you? <laughs> I don't she's know. a ghost. Or a kid. Is she, is she is she figured out a way. Yeah, she's either a ghost or a kid. Okay, but if you're at Hogwarts at the time, you were a kid too. So who cares? Oh, okay, we're playing that. We're like you're okay. Harry Potter in that. He's 14. I still wouldn't fuck Moaning Myrtle. She's not popular enough. I'd be like, yo, bitch, do what you want. But what if? How? What if like? What if they called her Moaning Myrtle before she died too? And that's like I have the whole not thing. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't moan that much in the fourth in the fourth movie. Or what if you use time travel to go back there when it ha- all happened, and like you were the reason she was called Moaning Myrtle? Yes, her and her other friend named Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's always in her backy. Oh, That's man. a Michelle. Great line. All right, Dan, your second pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, since you guys went with movies, I might even just save that pick. That's the, that's a strategy. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm going to take uh, my beast then, and I'm going to go with Thestrals. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's cool. I think they're a very cool concept. Very cool. Uh, you can't see them unless you've seen someone die in front of you, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking metal. Mm-hmm. Very. And they're, they're a bone horse with wings. Very sweet. The intro to the game, uh, you're in a carriage and can't see what's pulling it. And then a dragon bites a guy out of the carriage, and then you can see Thestrals. Oh, that's because you saw death. Yeah. That's sweet. No, uh, Thestrals are sick, though. Um, Dude, even the game, like, you can, like, breed the animals, too. So, like, you get, like, the little Thestral babies. It's, like, a whole mission. That's sick. Well, yeah, because you got to save them. Do you take the the penis and put it in the Thestral vagina? Uh, Is that how you breed them? You got to, like, you know, gently caress the uh, analog stick for it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. Oh, fuck. A little graphic. Does it vibrate a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Controller vibrate you, a little you bit? You do have to build like them like a love pen. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait for this game. I'm not even going to worry about the plot. I'm just going to worry about... I'm going to become the best thrustable breeder. And... Dude, yeah, I spent most of my time in like my wizard yeah, laboratory. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I So I'm debating between beasts. I don't know because you... you because you didn't take the two I was debating, one of the two I was debating on. So I'm, I'm going to save it because I have all the time in the world now. All right, for my next pick, I get back to back here, which is nice. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go class. I think I'm going to take defense against the dark arts. That's like, from all the movies, that's the class you see absolutely the most. 
and the most like sweet to see on screen, which is awesome to have mostly in the movies. Uh, always have a new professor because there's a curse on it, which is <laughs> awesome. Like imagine having class just like, yeah, that teacher's not going to be here next Yeah, year. like all the well, best. We can fuck around all we want. That's like where you get the most introduction to magic at the school, I feel. Yeah. Like that, the that's cool shit of the magic. Realistically, world. yeah. I mean, there's like obviously. The I'm sure the books have a lot more, uh, a lot more like classes talked about. But like realistically, in the sixth, you see potions more. But like that's really. And then I think you see in Prisoner of Aspen, you see the. Uh, crystal ball what's it called yeah they'll be in class just to like discuss something mm-hmm. for like a couple sentences which is something you can do in a book mm-hmm. but you're not gonna film a whole scene in a movie yeah that's fair like <laughs> just to say like a couple things in class mm-hmm. but yeah no it's awesome i think uh yeah no, I, I think it's the best class and like I, like you're saying it's what you see the most shit and you learn about the uh Bog arts. You learn about the uh, three curses, unforgivable curses. Yeah, the, the pixies in the second movie. Pixies in the second one. Um, what what else do you have? Oh, fuck. It's the awesome. game. It's cool too because that's where you do, like learn dueling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember what else. And in the second movie and book, they do the dueling. Yeah, they did do the yeah scared Potter. Yeah, yeah. scared Potter. <laughs> Uh, Scared Potter. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take that off the board because we didn't touch that category yet. And uh, I think I'm gonna take another category you've not touched yet. I'm gonna go teachers, All right. and I'm gonna go with arguably one of the biggest twists slash best character development ever. Snape, you gotta go Snape. It's it, I love how they set up for the entire time. Like this guy sucks. This guy's a little fucking little little bitch. Like yeah, he's helping, but he's like fucking dick to the kids all the time. And then all, from Deathly Deathly Hallows, that whole like scene, just showing the whole what's happening behind the scenes with Snape is like one of the best scenes in all of Harry Potter. And I remember I showed recently to Chelsea all the movies. And the entire time she was just fucking MF and Snape. I'm like we watched the last four movies all in one trip and she was like saying I always people love Snape and I don't I don't get it he sucks and then she, that scene came up and I looked over and she was crying yeah and it was just <laughs> Snape's just like the as one of the best R.I.P. characters too I know R.I.P. in real life too Alec Rickman R.I.P. awesome Rickman. uh but yeah no I I think Snape's one of the best characters in all of Harry Potter and so I'm taking him from teacher category do you have anything either one you yeah, he's one of the best characters in the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, it, it it was overall it was a good thing with Snape. He's a yeah. good guy. Good guy. Uh, Johnny has the best Snape impression ever, and by the best I mean worst. But we tell him it's the best, so he keeps so doing he, it. Yeah, that's smart. That's um, smart. So you're saying is the boy must die here? All time simp too. Yeah, he, yeah, he does this. He's an all-time simp, too. Uh, all, all-time simp. Dude, he just held out. Even after, like, well, his girl he's just, like... What's Snivy's travels <laughs> or whatever? Dude, like... He's a, she's a troubled childhood. Yeah, what's his mom's name again? Lily. Lily, yeah. Like, whatever Lily, like, runs off with James, it's like... He's just like, I still love her. Like, and, like, takes care of the kid and all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. And it's like, come on. <laughs> I still want to fuck her. <laughs> Johnny, so what you're saying is, uh, at least if I'm back on the video, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Johnny like sweeps his hair back for some reason for Snape. 
Yeah, if you're going to do anything with your hair, just part it down the middle. Yeah, he has, like, weird greasy black hair. Um, I don't know if I'm going to find it right away, so we can continue. If I find it, I might just start playing it. Yeah. Oh, here um, it is. I got it. Oh, never mind. You got it? So he did the hair there for that video, but he usually doesn't. All right. Yeah. Dan, your third pick? Yeah. Uh, for class, I'm going to go with potions. Potions um, is pro- was probably my second pick on class. This one got defense before me. Because you can brew like liquid luck and shit like that. Yes. You and can brew a potion where everything goes your way for <laughs> a time. Yeah, in like weird ways you you can't explain how it's going your way. Look, that's sweet. And then you can also basically make roofies. <laughs> I guess, love potions. It's like non consensual sex potions. Oh well, yeah, you can just do like love potions. And I they're guess. just totally like everyone's like they teach you how to do it. Yeah, they did like <laughs> have that in class. Yeah. With a bunch of horny sixteen year old girls. <laughs> Who just wanna fuck the chosen one. Yeah. What's the other good potions they've done? Oh, polyjuice. That was a fun Polyjuice potion yeah. sweet. Did they, did they teach them that in class, though? Uh, I think... No. Is it is it illegal in the wizarding world? I think it's one of those. Uh, or maybe it isn't. I don't know. Dan, do you have any... I don't remember if it's illegal. It has to be. But they, they do go and look it up in the restricted section mm-hmm. yeah, it's to probably, find it. So illegal. it's at least illegal for kids. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. Um, yeah, potion's awesome. I mean, you have Snape as the potion teacher for almost all of it until uh, Slughorn. Yeah, who's also like a kind of funny character. Yeah. Played by the guy from Hot Merlin's Buzz. beard. <laughs> a great big bushy beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, potion, that's a good pick. I think so. That's, that's my next pick. All right. I'm going to just start to eliminate some other categories we got open. Um, I'm going to go house Hufflepuff. Okay. Just because on Pottermore, that's my house. So I wanted to get it. Mm-hmm. That's mine too on Pottermore. Yeah. I thought I knew you were, I didn't know what you were on that, but yeah. So I was, I'm, so yeah, I'm we have three Hufflepuffs because I figured here, so. we were all going to take it maybe, but see the thing is I, I wanted to take it because that's what the quiz told me I was. And yeah. I, I like it. It's black and yellow and it's black and yellow or chiller people. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also just didn't want to take Hufflepuff for the graphics. I was kind of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's awesome. Hufflepuff's just plus, plus chill like they're, they're, Yeah, they're, like, the most loyal people, too. They're, 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 they're just, like, they're good boy, friends. You know? who like, they're just, like, they have a rough fin. day, buddy. Here, yeah. take, this, take a puff of this joint yeah, chill. Yeah. All good Tell guys. us all about it. We're... All good guys and gals in Hufflepuff, yeah. man. Um, then my next. Notable alumni, uh, Newt Scamander from the hit series Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> the hit series. <laughs> I heard the first one was amazing. First one was the amazing. New, the Second one was all right, and then the third one they got rid of Johnny Depp because the whole Amber Heard shit. They changed Grindelwald in all three movies. Mm-hmm. There's three different movies, three different people. Yeah, yeah. Because it was Colin Farrell in the first one, then Johnny Depp in the second one, then Matt Mickelson. But that was there. like a planned thing, though. The the Johnny oh. Depp reveal was it? Yeah. Oh. So it was like it was Colin Farrell, and then at the end of the movie, he oh, takes he like off a his mask. potion or something? Johnny was he? Yeah, it was like a polyjuice oh. potion or something because he wanted to hide his true like face, and then it was Johnny Depp that he turned into. Oh. So you're like, oh fuck! And then the second one was good. That makes it a little bit better than I. Th- I, I just thought they just kept recasting it. Yeah, the second was good <laughs> enough, and then the third one that was when they got rid of him because of the whole Amber Heard shit. So that's what led to that. Um, 
My next category, though, I'm going to take off the board, student. Also another great character development, Neville Longbottom. Neville was actually my number one student. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. Dude, he was just like, was he's just like a little punk kid in the first, like, what, two movies, three movies? Yeah. And then by the end of it, he's pulling out the sword of Gryffindor from the hat. Dude, that's so badass. And he fucking slices, uh, what's it, Nagini? Nagini? Yeah, like, that was awesome. And even before that, he's fucking took out that bridge mm-hmm. when yeah. all the fucking uh, snatchers were coming over and yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude, the biggest, oh, like, zero to 100. Snatch. All the he, he like, also could have been another, like, kind of boy who lives situation like Harry was. Yeah, he was the same. The prophecy mm-hmm. counted for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they both, like, fell under it. That's, the, Neville's awesome, and I remember watching the first movie, I just said, forgetting that Chelsea never seen anything, I was like, Oh, his character development's awesome. When Neville was a little boy, just like, <laughs> like he was like hanging by the thing at the at the broom <laughs> flying class, and she's like, oh, "Spoiler! Now I know that loser's gonna be someone." And yeah, I, he is an utter it, loser at first. Yeah, why does it always happen to me? Yeah, but then but then he grew up handsome. It's like Toby. He looks like Toby. Yeah, exactly. Our friend Toby. Yeah, we have a picture of Neville next to Toby from Homecoming. Our buddy Toby. It's so fun. It's perfect. Identical. From like the Ask Man, I think. But yeah, no, I, 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 those are great picks. Neville was definitely the one I was gonna take. Yeah, is it me again? Yeah. Um, I think this counts as a teacher. Uh, I'm gonna go Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. I was gonna count I it. Count it. I, 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 that was, I was between Dumbledore and Snape. He at least used to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he defense against the dark arts. Yeah, or something. Yeah, in the in the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I take. Yeah, I'll take that version of him. Then. <laughs> By uh, played by Jude Law. Yeah, is that Jude Law who plays him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he he looks like he's okay. He looks like he's doing like a Michael Gambon impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I the Dumbledore was who I was gonna pick before Snape, but I just love Snape, so yeah. I have to pick Snape. Um, Dumbledore is obviously great. The only wizard the Voldemort feared, pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah, and he shows up to give a uh, expository speech at the end of every movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like though if you weren't in Gryffindor, you kind of hated his guts. Yeah, because he just fucking because like every year at the end of the year, Slytherin was like, up by like a million. Yeah, and then like D- Dumbledore rolls out and he's like, "All right, a million points to Gryffindor. Oh, fuck oh, you bitches! It's a tie game. Oh well, I give Harry Potter one point to Gryffindor. Yeah, tr- the Triwizard Tournament. Like yeah, like like Harry like <laughs> sa- went back and saved uh." What's her face is mm-hmm. uh, Fjord's sister too, yeah. and like Dumbledore's declared. You know what? Harry wins this challenge yeah, now. Yeah. Like that, uh, the dude from the Bulgarian, the Russian school was like, <laughs> but like he was pissed. He's like, what the fuck's happening? Correct here? me if I'm wrong. I might He's be giving random points to your students. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be remembering this incorrectly, but uh, he kind of just raised Harry like a pig for slaughter. He did, but he knew you had to. Yeah, but like, I don't. I don't think he expected Harry to come back to life. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he knew. But he did what's best for everyone. I'm I'm cool with it. Nah, it's kind of like a shitty little thing. You know, Harry couldn't know that he had the, uh, that he could he would come back. I think Dumbledore knew, right? I mean, I think Harry. If Harry knew he was going to come back, the, it wouldn't work for him. I mean, it's less like he let him. He raised him for like a pig for slaughter, and more like it already happened to him, and he was like, yeah, "Fuck!" Now I got this cursed baby. Yeah, what do I do with this cursed baby? I guess I'll keep him alive at least until I figure out what what's like how how we can use yeah. it to stop Baltimore. Which like that's what you if you're in that situation and you're a pragmatic person, 
you'd be like, oh shit, a cursed baby. Yeah. And he's what do I do with it? <laughs> and he, even though he like raised him as a pick for slaughter, he also was like gave him a dope life a little bit after he turned a certain age. Yeah, he, he gave him a shitty life at first. Mm-hmm. But I think that protected him in some way. There was a spell on the Dursley's mm. house that like protected him from Voldemort. Yeah. I love spell. So he had to. Uh, it, it's something to do with like Lily's blood, right? Like his aunt. Those reasons she's, he's protected. Yeah, because he asked her direct blood to watch him. Yeah. Then the love spell then transfers to the to house. Aunt Petunia. I guess it's a little sloppy, but it's good. It's there. It's, it's there. <laughs> no, yeah, I love Dumbledore. He's a beast. Wielder of the Elder Wand. Yeah, and. Uh, Star of the Fantastic Beast films. True. True. Facts. Big facts. Um. All right. I think. Uh. I think I'm gonna go student next. All right. Pervert. I think I'm gonna go Ron. Ah. Ron. Another Weasley. Uh, so I actually watched a video. I wasn't going to pick him. I wasn't going to go from one. Wait, I was actually going to go Neville. But last night, before I went to bed, I watched a Harry Potter nerd video. And the guy doing the video just explained how, like, he's way cooler in the books than he is in the movie. Like, by that, I mean, like, they make him, like, use more for comic relief in the movies, which he's still awesome in the movies. I always love them in the movies. But then, like, there's a lot of things, like, that. there's a lot of, like, lines and badass moments in the books that they gave to Hermione in the movies for some reason. And they broke it down. It's because girls get it done. Essentially, yeah. There's, like, so many cool stuff in the movies that Hermione did that was just Ron's in the books. But, regardless, even in the movies, Ron's awesome. He's funny. Uh, great best friend. Gets to fuck Hermione. Gets to put it in Hermione's hiney. Yeah, he was kind of a shithead whenever, like, he was jealous of Harry. Well, yeah, he, and then, like, twice, yeah, the the, a couple that, times. like, showed Harry and Hermione boning in front of Hilarious him. Hilarious scene. <laughs> I love that scene. Where it's just, like, them naked and brace each other. Like, you'd never be shit, Ron. Mm. Look at me, I'm fucking your chick, Ron, you little dick bitch. And Harry's, like, behind it, like, no. It's <laughs> a hilarious scene. Objectively hilarious. Uh, but Ron's just badass, and obviously the whole Weasley star. But um, yeah, I'll go Ron. I'll go Ron there. Because I'm also under the impression we're not taking Neil and taking Harry, correct? No, no, I, I, no I'm not gonna take Harry. Yeah, I, I didn't think that'd be fair. That's like taking like who's your favorite Office character draft of Michael Scott? Yeah, yeah, you know, I think everyone. Or to. who's your favorite Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> no, exactly, the Holy Spirit. Counter. To what, the Holy Spirit? Yeah. There is no counter. <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, all right. And then I guess I'll go to the untouched category. I feel like miscellaneous is so... Untouched. I don't know the miscellaneous or not. I'm going to wait to do miscellaneous, actually. Sorry. I, I sprung on her. I'll go villains. You going to do it? I see. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Bellatrix. Damn it. I think Bellatrix. I so I, I wanted Bellatrix. Did you? T- oh, you, so you took Umbridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I the, thought I could wait on until my next run. That was good. I was kind of playing chicken. Pick. I was kind of playing chicken with you too. Yeah. 
But I don't want to take miscellaneous because it's so broad. I want to see what someone yeah, else does miscellaneous I before that. I go miscellaneous. I have the same mentality. Um, but no, yeah, Bellatrix is such a great villain. And like all she performance. Oh my god! What's yeah. her actress's name? She's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know um, she is, but I still don't remember her. I never remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. She's amazing as Bellatrix. Um, you, I've fucking she's scary. Just a wild most times just when in, in the last cars. movie, whenever she's or maybe it's probably the second last movie, but like the last book when she was fucking like carving that mud blood shit into Hermione and just the way yeah, she like just hot. has her body when she kills Sirius. Spoiler, I don't know why you're listening to Harry Potter draft or whatever. Then she starts skipping yeah, around 2023. Going, yeah. But the, after she kills her cousin, Sirius Black, she goes skipping around going, I killed Sirius Black. Like she's psychotic. Yeah. Which hot. makes her, it's so hot. Her teeth, I, she has fake teeth and make them look jagged and awful. But I, I still hit. Just keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed. Just no head. <laughs> just no head. Just no head. It's no. It's like the uh, SpongeBob with the chocolate bar and the teeth going on the chocolate bar. Um, no, but Bellatrix is terrifying, and yeah, yeah she's awesome. So Bellatrix. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. That was two for you, right? Yes. Okay. So you're back up. Dan. Um, it's Dan. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, sh- I'll just do student then, and I'll take Luna Lovegood. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my last option. Yeah, much. I think she's like a nice, somewhat comic relief character, somewhat like perception challenging character. Mm-hmm. I think she's a really interesting character. Like, uh, they're like Harry has to deal with political red tape for the first time in his life. Yeah, and she's a good character to sort of have like discussions with him about like the way you see things. Yeah. And for him to take on bigger issues since he's 15 years old now. Big good time to get your big boy pants. Get out there yeah. and get a job. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I love Luna. She was next. She, big help in the final battle, too. Like, I talk to the gray lady all the time. Go yeah. find her. She's hot, too, in, like, the eighth movie or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, when she's of age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's she's in the dungeon. Hey, Ron. Or Harry. Or whatever. And she's like the link to the Thrustrals, too, coming into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she can also Cause, see Because Harry sees him, and he does understand it, and she tells also him. also see him, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, she has one of my favorite lines in this movie, and I told Chelsea, like, oh, I think you'll love it, too, is whenever she fixes Harry's nose, she goes, how do I look? Like, exceptionally ordinary. And just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I think that's so funny. All right. All right. Um, all right. What are we going to do here? Exceptionally ordinary. I'm gonna go teacher, uh, Loop, Remus Lupin. Ooh, okay. And he's a werewolf, dude. You can't beat that shit. Yeah. And he was like a cool fucking character yeah. the entire time, and like he they kept him around for like other movies. He just well, he's a man. Teacher. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely the man. He's a G. And then um, yeah, like I don't know, like he he opened up like so much with Sirius Black too. Like, where you were like, is he a villain too? Like, is he in with it? Yeah, when that, that twist in the mm-hmm. Prisoner Mask Man, whenever like he saves, yeah, Sirius, like the and they start off. laughing together, yeah. like, like yeah, how you doing, good friend? The first time I watched, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What an asshole! It was like a standoff, in yeah, that, like under the tree, like room or whatever. They're in the Shrieking Shack, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I Shrek. fuck, I fuck with Lupin. Uh, he's my favorite teacher for sure. Yeah, I, I, it's a good pick. I was not expecting. I was expecting something else. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I was between the two. Yeah. Um. Then I guess I'll go with 
Uh, do I just do miscellaneous now? I'll just do miscellaneous. I'm going to take the Marauders map. We've already kind of talked about it, but mm-hmm. that map was such a cool concept. And I always questioned uh, why Fred and George never really uh, questioned like a person named Peter Pettigrew being in Ron's room all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very like, hey, sorry. Why is Ron always hanging out with this Peter Pettigrew like all night, every hour of the day? <laughs> like, I thought he's gay and they didn't want to ask questions. <laughs> but it's a cool concept, though. I thought it was a fun no, it's, introduction it, in the Prisoner of Azkaban. No, yeah, I, I love the Marauders mm-hmm. map. Wait, on the uh, Prisoner of Azkaban DVD, the main menu is a, the Marauders map. Just like how the, the mm-hmm. credits are. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the thing that's awesome. So I'll take that from my miscellaneous. It's a good miscellaneous. Is that Just, all seven years? No, I still have uh, two more. Okay, so it goes back to you and ends on you. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I like. Uh, it's a good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. I never thought about the Peter Pettigrew thing because they had the map before that. Yeah. So wouldn't they just always see Peter Pettigrew? Yeah. Maybe they thought it was just some like little kid. His gay buddy. His little gay buddy. Some some kid younger than me they know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it back to me? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Fuck. I don't know what I want to pick for this one. Maybe. I'll just say my book now. Or my b- movie book. At this point, it's more of like an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just... Uh, Announce that your favorite. <laughs> I'll do The Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can do both movies. Yeah, I will count that as one. Because yeah, it's all one big story. I there's I I barely remember what the, which what what happens in one, what happens in two. Yeah, for the most part, like I know the I know the first part ends with the Dobby death, which is one of the saddest. Yeah, it does. I've yeah. been watching a movie in a while, like when I saw it for the first time. But it's it's the climax of the series. It's all the payoff and all the like. All sorts of creepy, cool, creative stuff happens in it. Mm-hmm. Like they get led into a house by an old lady. The old lady is a <laughs> snake in disguise and starts wrestling Harry. And then Voldemort shows up right after that <laughs> to try to kill him. That's That might be something added in the books, though, too. Because, like, Harry can, like, feel Voldemort coming mm-hmm. to where they are. And gets real close in the book is like at like the door when they are able to like operate uh, out yeah. of there. Um, no, I love Deathly Hallows. That was that was good. I mean, I keep this. I mean, I feel like I keep repeating myself, but that was the third one I had on. Yeah, is the three we have is the three I listed. It's mine. the exciting climax. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. Like I said before, Dobby's death is heartbreaking. Um, I love the whole. So one thing I heard, so I've been watching, I've been very nerded out by Harry Potter recently. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a lot of nerdy shit. So I'd never read the books, but I know there's a lot, lot of stuff that happens in the books nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I like, what seems like it's in the books and not in the movie is how Voldemort died. Like in the books, he just like a guy who just dies. But in the movies, it makes him like disappear and disintegrate and shit. And I feel like it'd be way better if it was like, oh, look, he's not immortal. He's not some fucking, he's just some dude. That's fair. Some evil dude. Look, he's dead on the ground. I thought it was creepy, the whole scene where, like, they're in, I don't know, like, Purgatory, uh, Harry and Dumbledore. Yeah, King's and Cross. it's just, you see, like, little Voldemort fetus on the ground. 
if, <laughs> this is like the baby you aborted, like PSA <laughs> from the church. It's just Voldemort. Yeah, like all the memes that came out of it, like me after Sunday scaries or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I love the little baby Voldemort. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I also, I don't know why, but I weirdly like that one scene in Deathly Hallows Part 1 where Harry and Hermione dance. That's just in the movies. Yeah, that's a cute little scene. Yeah, and I feel like cute, I, I feel like the first time, I, going into the first time I heard it, I remember seeing that scene of people like roasting. It's like, what the fuck is this doing randomly in the middle of it? But then when I watched it a couple times, like, I actually like this scene. It's nice because they've been getting fucked left yeah. and right. Yeah, and it's like you tell like it's just the way that like, it ends too with Hermione like just pulling off of him like crying. Yeah, like it's, it shows a lot of fucking emotion. I like it. They sneak into the ministry in broad daylight, which is really uh, fun yeah. and creative. Mm-hmm. That's where Umbridge like, comes he, back. He frees those muggles, bitch. and he's like, and all the or not the muggles like the mudbloods or whatever. Yeah, the mudbloods, the mudbloods. I did they break into Gringotts in that one too? Yeah. That's the, that's the second, second one. one. That's the second one. That's they, the but they do the, the Ministry of Magic one. in the first one, and then they do yeah. the Gringotts in the second one. Mm-hmm. That's one that I always mix up because, like, they're to me, it's all one. Yeah, yeah. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, but yeah, I love when they fucking stupefy on fucking Umbridge and get to lock it. Mm-hmm. And all the people there are like, "That's Harry Potter, it is." <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> was that movie the one where they all take Polyjuice Potion to look like Harry too? Yeah. yeah uh, oh yeah, I even think about the fucking yeah uh, seven Potters, the Battle of the Seven Potters. That's mm-hmm. a great opening. That's like the opening. Of yeah, the one. yeah. That was that that's was right when Harry scene. turned seventeen in the tracker. That's the Dursleys leaving. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene to open up. But I saw the one uh, the lead scene where it's like uh, Dudley just like actually says something to him like. Hey, I don't think you're a waste of space or a waste of life. Yeah, he is. He like, thinks oh. Big D. <laughs> yeah. um, that, they should have left that in. I like that. I feel like for that, like this Battle of the Seven Potter, Harry Potter thing, it should have been like, why wouldn't Harry just take Polyjuice Post and look like somebody else instead of having seven Harrys? Because then it was aiming at one of the two people that look the same instead of aiming at seven people at once. No, you could just look like somebody completely different, though. Yeah, but like they, they know the tracker if Harry's still there. That's why they're doing because he doesn't turn app. There's a tracer on him until he turns 17. That's why they have to look like uh, Harry so you don't know which right? Because the tracer doesn't say, because it's before he turns 17. I think it's just they know that they're moving Harry and they know Harry's going to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. And if, like, none of them are Harry. Yeah, and I I think it. Oh, oh, Snape. No, I remember what it is because they don't want to kill Harry, because Voldemort wants to kill Harry. So all like the soldiers are gonna hold off on just like shooting randomly if Harry. Yeah, Harry's on like every vehicle, and they he might fall Mm -hmm. and just break his neck. And And then Hedwig does because someone figures it out. Voldemort does, right? Because Voldemort's... Yeah. Well, I think that's one of those, like, theories that, like, Snape killed Hedwig to try to get people because they know, like, if there's an owl with one of the Harrys, it's probably Harry. Uh, yeah. Well, in the book, Hedwig dies in her cage. It just gets hit by, like, a ricochet or something. And they figure out it's Harry because he uses Expelliarmus. Uh, His signature spell. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's his signature spell. Yeah, that's my last two picks. I, I've been thinking about beasts. I really don't know which one to go with. So I'm going to go with 
I'm gonna get the basilisk. 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 I said wrong the first time, so I want to say it three times correctly, Ryan so people know that I chose the, the basilisk. Um, I wish you. I mean, that one nerdy, this one nerdy YouTube channel. I I watched for Harry Potter stuff. Did a whole like series like what if like Harry's sorted into Slytherin. And they did like a whole redid the whole story as he went to Slytherin, and the second time the, for their version they kept the basilisk alive, and he was sick. But uh, that would be cool. Uh, the basilisk is a sweet idea of a monster uh, in Chamber of Secrets. Obviously, um, I like how you just look at it and die. You die. That's fucking badass as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's just a giant mm-hmm. snake, and the fact that the basilisk we see in the story was uh, Slytherins. And he just lived in that fucking little cave for like <laughs> centuries. It was awesome, dude. Like you didn't really know what it was until you get to like the like they're going to enter the lair and you see the dead skin, the shed skin yeah. of the basilisk, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, like this thing's massive. It was it was, it was just a badass creature. So I had to give it. I had I had yeah, it's a big old snake. Um, yeah, I had. I had a, I, that and another one, but I, the basilisk is just too badass not to take. I would have felt bad if I didn't. All right, then my miscellaneous. <sighs> is that your last category? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's my, that's my six-pack, yeah. So my last category is miscellaneous. Mis- okay, miscellaneous. I... I had one, two. I have house and miscellaneous left. Oh, I have, I have house still too. Never mind. I do have another one. Okay, so we're good. We're good. I, I just, I just, I just shorted okay. it. We don't have seven picks. We have eight picks. Oh right. The we picks. said seven before when we're doing seven number. That's why I thought I had one left. The whole crux we never oh, intended to make. <laughs> yeah, we have eight picks, not seven. He's, yeah, yeah. We were just all <laughs> slipped our minds there. Uh, I do. I do have another pick. So I'm gonna go miscellaneous though, because I'm gonna go house last. I'm gonna pick house now. Um, miscellaneous. I like this because it's such a broad category. It can literally be anything. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the room of requirement. That's a great choice. I think the room of requirement is so fucking sick. Yeah. Just yeah. the whole idea of it. Um, obviously. It's awesome in the game. <laughs> oh, I, I bet it's sweet in the game. I didn't even know about the game part of it, but it's in the whole like main storyline too. Like the Dumbledore's army, that's their their practice grounds is awesome. In the last movie, uh, obviously they go there to get the diadem and gets fiend fire, just burns it all to the like, everything inside of it to the ground. Um, the room requirement is sweet as a whole, and just the idea of it too is it only shows itself to whenever you need it or whatever you, something's neat. What's the whole thing with it? Uh, the wording. It's just it'll. Sh- be whatever you need it to be. Yeah. Like Dumbledore. I'm trying to think of like the wording they had with it, yeah. but yeah. So Ron someone... says it in the movies, but Dumbledore says it in the book that like Dumbledore needed a bathroom one day and he opened a door and there was a room filled with like all these nice like bejeweled chamber pots and stuff. That's awesome. The room requirement's sick. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go with... My second to last pick, then? Yeah. And I'll go with House, and I'll go with Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, I was thinking about Ravenclaw, maybe, but Gryffindor are, like, the cool kids. Yeah. And, uh... All the main characters are yeah, all Gryffindor, the main essentially. Characters in the movies. Yeah. yeah, you have to go there. Yeah. Nearly Headless Nick, as the house goes. True. 
fat lady portrait. Mm-hmm. Is it PC that they call her the fat lady still? No, but, but like, I think JK. that's the least of their worries with PC that's, stuff in Harry true. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. They just call her the fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know the password for the fat cunt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, Louise, crackers and cheese. <laughs> Alright, alright. My, uh... I guess... What am I gonna do here? I'm gonna go with, uh... Class. I'm gonna go Herbology. Uh, 420! <laughs> Dude, the plants are wicked, though, man. I hate the... The fucking... cabbages. Yeah, but I just fucking hate... The mandrakes? Movie with a... <laughs> the mandrake, dude. That's so fucking. That's annoying. hilarious. It's so funny. That's so annoying. Though. It's hilarious. The venomous drake. Would you bang Sprout? Uh probably. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. garlic. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one in the game. Yeah. Like the like the fucking garlic. Yeah. Like what kills vampires? Like <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah, she's a babe in the game. Yeah. Um, but. Dude, herbology though, I feel like it's very slept on for a class. And I the mean, uses it can provide to I mean, Harry the Wizard Gilly world. Weed in the Gilly weed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll take that as my class and then that leaves villain. I'll just go Voldemort, I guess. Boo. I mean, what do you <laughs> There's not really much else. There's Barty Crowd Jr. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's an honorable mention. My bad. I mean, you got you can't have a Harry Potter draft without Voldemort yeah. on a villain list, you know. I, I, but I do, I do feel like once like Voldemort became a person, he kind of lost like a lot of my interest. When, he, actually, when he, he he was back, yeah, like when he was actually back. That's when I was kind of like not out on him, but like I just that's, had that's less. When, that's what people were interest. In I don't know. I liked him more like when he was like the back of the head. In the Sorcerer's Stone, and then when he was the uh, when it was Tom Marvolo Riddle in Chamber of Secrets, and what was he in the third movie? He even... wasn't in the third. Oh, he wasn't in the right? third. No, yeah. that's another reason I think I like that movie the best. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it, it was it just works like... on like the rest of the plot that's not just this that he who should not be named mm-hmm. that's like always lurking. Yeah, I like how it's just like oh here's the rest of the world build up. And he just didn't have a nose. That was weird too. But he's still a powerful wizard. You know, he's he, he, he's, he's a good villain. I think I. Played well he was by drafted the in our uh, hero you know, villain draft. Ray Fiennes is awesome. Oh yeah, no, I mean I love Voldemort. I was just saying that because I, I just pass on him because I want I want a Bellatrix. He's just so like evil because that his life sucked. Man, that man's evil. Well, his life didn't even suck that bad. He named murder his family. He's just yeah, he and was then just he an used orphan. orphan because he murdered his family. Well, no, he like he or murders... they put him up for adoption, then he went back and murdered his family. No, she dies of like being poor, her his mom, and then the only other family she had was like her inbred dad and brother, Grot or something. Was yeah, it? and then like the other one was a Muggle, but she tricked him into having a baby with her. Damn. And then when he was seventeen, he went back and murdered his dad and his grandparents. And they became the Hor- for the Horcruxes. Maybe yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're. He might have made a Horcrux out of them. Yeah. 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 Voldemort's. I mean, it's. Yeah, he's 
he's creepy. Fucking creepy as fuck. Whenever a goblet of fire, he goes, I can touch you now. Yeah. Like, hits him on the forehead. That's fucking I'm creepy. Touch you, motherfucker. You muggle motherfucker. You muggle mouth motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's always creepy whenever I you took your to- girl to the shrieking shack, you muggle fucker. <laughs> <laughs> she was shrieking in the shack, motherfucker. Um, I mean, yeah, whenever you have to be revived in a graveyard, you're pretty, you're pretty terrifying. Make a brew out of the bones of my father. <laughs> And the blood of a little boy. And cut your hand off. And then one. cut your hand off. And I'll uh, give you a robot hand. In the books, uh, not to keep him. bringing up the books, uh, but kills him, right? yeah, the robot hand ch- uh, chokes Wormtail to death for letting him out or something like that, right? Like betraying Voldemort or something. Like Voldemort programmed it to kill Wormtail. Oh, uh, what? Was betraying him? Was he like not? Gonna turn in Harry Potter. Or he like thought about like just letting Harry go, but they were already like wrestling with him, and he thought about like not letting like letting him go or something. Hey, what the fuck am I doing? And Voldemort's <laughs> mind control is so powerful that it just starts like killing him, and then they try to stop it from killing him. It's really weird and creepy. It's just cut off <coughs> the rest of his hand. Yeah, they just didn't do it in the movie. He just gets hit in the back of the head and falls down and goes ouchie. And dies. Yeah. It's like he slipped in the shower and died. He get yeah, Dobby hits him in the back of the head and he goes, Oh bother and falls over. <laughs> and then you never see him for the rest of the second movie. Yeah. That's weird. Like, oh crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm positively spitting feathers at this development. <laughs> he falls over. Uh, good times, good times. Good old morning to him. Is it me? Slytherin. Yeah. I think it's my last. Oh, you did. You did Voldemort. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. 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 But I already picked my house and everything. Yeah. I know. That's why it didn't matter. You go first if you want. No, good. Uh, I just have my miscellaneous, and I have just spells in general. Oh, nice. I I just like how the spells work, except for one thing. I don't like that Like pretty much anyone can do Avada Kedavra. I think that should have been something Voldemort like invented. Or like you have to do something crazy to, to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, cause it, because... Because... Really yeah. yeah. It would make him much more imposing that he just has a death ray spell. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it makes the fights... It makes the fighting in the movies more interesting too. It's making it really hard to learn how to do it. Yeah. And then he like studied years on to do it while he's in Hogwarts. That's what you should right. probably had to do That's, is fix it. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I think the action in the movies is much more exciting when like it's like Dumbledore versus Voldemort mm-hmm. and Dumbledore like puts him into a water bubble. Yeah. And then Voldemort evaporates that water bubble, turns it into glass and like throws it at him. Yeah. And Dumbledore very sweet. turns that into sand. Yeah. And then Voldemort goes into the sand and possesses Harry. Like that's way more interesting. Than shooting different colored laser beams at each other. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was debating between doing like the uh, unforgivable curses as my miscellaneous as a whole, but yeah, no, I like that. I like that spells. All right, my last one's house. I'm gonna Ravenclaw. I'm, I'm gonna Slytherin. Slytherin. Uh, you seem like a Slytherin. Yeah, you got blonde hair, blue eyes. 
Potter. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't you know who my daddy is? <laughs> well, so we were talking about Pottermore and stuff earlier. And obviously I said earlier I did the test and I was Hufflepuff. But I, I'm a nerd. I kept doing I did, I did a Patronus. I forgot what the Patronus was, but it's something very uncommon. I looked it up, and it's normally with Slytherin. And then there's another things that were like, my test was like, oh, you, you have a lot of answers like Slytherin, but you're not. So I also feel like I could just as much of them help them. I think I'm also the Slytherin. Yeah. But Slytherin's, I mean, it's cool because they're like the villains in a way, but that just just like the characters we know, their villains are like Slytherin. But there's also like other characters who aren't villains, like Slughorn was a Slytherin, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, yeah. It just He's just pompous. Cunning, right? Is that yeah. like one of like the uh Yeah, they're traits? just like ambitious yeah. and cunning. Yeah. They're not. It's, cool. It doesn't say evil on on the house like listing. Yeah, but the founder was evil. But it just turns out the people that are... ambitious people sometimes turn out to be evil. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyed, master race people usually yeah. Slytherin. Um, do you remember we had Matt take a Harry Potter test and it was like fifty questions? Yeah, like it we thought it was like a stopped. ten question thing and just it would never like, stop. What's your favorite food? Spaghetti, jelly beans. Brownies, like the blood of your enemies. The blood of your enemies. <laughs> um, well, that's just my house felt so different. Oh, I also love whenever the game came out. There's always the memes of the people's different houses, and it was like Hufflepuff is like some Bob Marley playing, everyone's getting high. Then it's like Slytherin, it's like Mo Bamba playing, everyone's going crazy at like a frat party. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I identify with both of those things. I'm a Huffle. I'm a Slitherpuff. Slither puff, or you're huffling. I'm huffling every day. I'm huffing like 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 computer dust. Every day I'm huffling. Wow. Part of party rock anthem. Yeah. Every day I'm huffling. It's funny. All right, Dan, your last pick. Didn't I do my last pick? That was everyone's last pick. You did your eighth? Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. That was the last pick then. Yeah. Snake. The snake draft got me right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you I'm, were I'm, the last pick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the ba- the so do another pick? The basilisk <laughs> draft. <laughs> we can do honorable mentions. Yes. Uh, so let's go through our – before we do honorable mentions, we'll go one by one through our list. So I'll, I'll, we'll go in the order to me and Guy in our list, and then we'll do honorable mentions. Um. My one was Prisoner of Azkaban. Number two is Defense Against the Dark Arts. Number three is Teacher Snape. Number four, Student Ron. Number five is Villain Bellatrix. Number six, Beast Basilisk. Number seven, uh, Miscellaneous Room of Requirement. Number eight, House Slytherin. Dan, your list? Uh, yeah, I had Umbridge, number one. Uh, I think I had Thestral, number two. I don't have the right order, I don't think. That's okay. Just say them all. Yeah, uh, uh the movie number seven, House Gryffindor, Student Luna Lovegood, Teacher Dumbledore, Glass Potions, Beast Thestral, Miscellaneous Spells, and Villain Umbridge. Yeah. All right. All right. And I had Beast Hipp- Hippogriff, uh, Movie Book, Goblet of Fire, House Hufflepuff, Student Neville Longbottom, Teacher Remus Lupin, uh, Miscellaneous The Marauder's Map, Class Herbology, Villain Voldemort. That's pretty damn good. They're, all, they're both pretty, pretty damn good. Honorable mentions. Yes. Dan, uh, Dan, do you want to do it as a guest? Do you want to start off honorable mentions? Yeah, I can. As a guest, I don't want to have a steal or anything, I guess. Yeah, like, I mean, 
I was going to pick three or four on the movie book, too. I did want to mention six. I really like six as a book, but I think the movie cuts out a lot of stuff that makes it really cool. Yeah. Like, Dumbledore gives him, like, private, like, Horcrux lessons and shit. Sweet. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I like Half-Blood Prince a lot, but Deathly Hallows is my third one I picked. There's also a battle uh, in the sixth one, too, in the book that's cut out of the movie. Like they it? just sort of rock, like walk away after they kill Dumbledore. Oh, in the astronomy tower. Yeah, but there's like a whole fight throughout the castle. That's sick. You can really only see it near like Hog- uh, Hagrid's hut. Yeah. 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 Uh, house, there's only one we didn't mention is Ravenclaw, but I was considering Ravenclaw. That was my number two. Yeah. Actually, they're kind of cool. If I rank them, Ravenclaw's my last. I don't, that's my least favorite. Really? If I was went they're, to a wizarding school, pants. yeah. But if I went to I'm like a wizarding s- school, I'd want to learn like all that shit. Give me all the books. Yeah, give yeah. me all the books. I'll learn all the spells. Um, Tell all the tales. Student, we sh- we should have mentioned Herm- Hermione Granger. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a great character. Yeah, teacher, uh, McGonagall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the little goblin that teaches them charms, Flitwick. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a ghost teacher that teaches them history in really? the books. Yeah. He's in the Who? game, too. The game. Yeah. Professor Benz. Ah, that's pretty sweet. He's like a professor that died and just continued teaching as a ghost. What an awful afterlife. I think he likes it. Uh, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerd, probably Ravenclaw. <laughs> uh, class. Uh... I don't know. I have a couple. I have one for that. Charms. Yeah. I was going to pick some of the ones you guys picked, too. Um, divination, if it wasn't, like, uh, mostly wrong. Mm-hmm. Quidditch class would be yeah, fun. Flight class. Beast, I like Nifflers. Yeah, They're little platypuses that like to find gold. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Platypuses are the fairest. Yeah. That's sick. Um... I had something else for Beast. The giant squid that lives in the lake at Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really random cause to have. Um, I watch a video, one of those nerdy videos about that, too. Miscellaneous, you can kind of say anything. Oh, right? I have so much miscellaneous. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. All the little things in it could be my miscellaneous pick. Yeah. There's just so many cool little magical things, like how they extend. It's like a tiny tent, and you go in, and then it's a big tent. Mansion inside. Yeah, they can make a car fly. Mm-hmm. They travel by fireplace network. You can also just stick your head in the fire, and talk that way through fireplace. Like serious? Yeah, that's awesome. But it's like it's get cell phone. Yeah, it's easier than sticking your head in the fireplaces. It's the nineties. You can give them those giant cell phones. Yeah, villain is the last one, and you guys mentioned the other stuff, the, the other two villains. <laughs> Oh, Barty, Barty Crouch. Crouch Jr., of course, yeah. Who was a really stupid villain. Grayback. Fenrir Grayback. Lucius Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy is a pretty Lucius. good villain, too. You're right. Barty Crouch Jr. is a dumb plot because I think it ruins Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. To find out he was Mad-Eye secretly Moody's sick, Doctor and then Who. it's Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, he was secretly Doctor Who for the whole and movie. Then, then I feel like Mad-Eye Moody comes back the next movie, but like... It's like, who the All the character you? development we had was with someone who wasn't him, and I wanted to know more about Mad Eye Mooney. Like, but it's like, they they they, they oh, treat oh, him like Professor. Remember when you? Uh, oh, I guess you wouldn't. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like they they didn't set up the actual Matt Amity at all because it was just like, oh, poor you crouch. Yeah, that did spot ruin, on impression. That did ruin it too. Yeah, yeah. Matt is sick. But all right, guy. Uh, honorable benches I had for miscellaneous. I had the golden snitch. Yeah. I also had snatch. Yeah, <laughs> golden snatch. snatch. Uh, Gringotts. Gringotts sick. Like yeah, but it's also kind of it's also kind of silly. It's like, hey, can I like withdraw some from my vault? You hold on, and they just take all <laughs> Donkey Kong Country like mine shafts That's around. True, yeah, it takes forever. Just like dude, I just wanted like a hundred bucks from my account so I could take it to the um, casino. I also just thought of one port keys. Port keys are sweet. very very useful. Yeah, very good for the plot development. You know, just like quickly. All right, they're here. Cool. Yeah, it yeah, it could just be whatever. Hey, bar- Dude, imagine making your jewel a port key. You'd be like, hey, can I bump your jewel? Yeah, it's in there charging. You send, it, you send Matt across the world. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like, oh, hey, can I hit your jewel? Yeah, sure. It's over there. Um, watch this, guys. Watch this. For teacher, I'd I'm Hagrid. Gonna, I'm going to send him to a graveyard. Teacher, I'd Hagrid. I, I, yeah. I, could, I, I wanted to take him, but I like Lupin a lot better. Or something, yeah, I, so. I, I I had Hagrid. Hagrid was going to be my choice mm-hmm. if Snape was taken and Dumbledore was taken. If I got teacher last, I was going to Hagrid. Yeah. Um, for student, I had Cedric Diggory. I had Cedric Diggory. Um, and then, yeah, he's like the Chad of the Wizarding World. Yeah. Uh, Fred and George Weasley. I, I think yeah. that would be okay for a duel. Pick. Yep, that's if that yeah. if that was you're, you're just saying all of my just saying essentially, yeah. You're pretty much just saying all my honorable mentions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedric that, and Fred and George too. No, yeah, that, those are my students. Cedric and Fred and George. I would have totally let it go by yeah. with a duo. I forgot to mention Malfoy too. Unless yeah. you were going to mention him. No, yeah, I I don't I like, like him. that though because he's such a little fuck. He did a good job as his character. I just don't like his character, and I feel like I like Draco a lot better if like at the end he had a redeeming. Uh, redemption thing at the end. Yeah, he barely like, does. He kind of he like hesitates for a second before he goes to join his parents on the Voldemort side. Yeah, and Voldemort Stupid. gives him like a little creepy hug. Oh um, like, yeah, oh, yes, welcome back, Draco. <laughs> welcome back to the side of righteousness, Draco. <laughs> uh, teachers, I had uh, just had McGonagall haggard. Um, McGonagall. Oh, yeah. Uh, students, he said that <laughs> the uh, only uh, <laughs> the uh, you didn't say that. Like, I think this people heard that. If you want to do it more time in the mic, fuck my pussy, Potter. <laughs> Potter, what are you doing to my little pussy? <laughs> my, my pussy cat. <laughs> um, I actually had enough um movies. I forgot what we were talking about. I thought I heard. I had Sorcerer's Down honestly written down for it. It's because it is a great introduction to the whole wizarding world and see yeah. how the goofy everything is and magical. Goofy in a good way, I mean, of course. Um, class is the only one we didn't mention so far was uh, Care for Magical Beasts or Magical Creatures. Like, I thought that was a cool one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that'd be super sick to like, like in the in Azkaban, they fucking do they fly on a hippogriff during class. It's sick. James Harden got ejected. Sheesh. It's not good. I bet on the Sixers tonight. They're down. Um, let's see. We're just playing time. Then, miscellaneous, I had a sword of Gryffindor, the sorting hat, Cho Chang's Scottish accent, uh, Quidditch in the Quidditch World Cup, the Elder One, Cloak of Visibility, Resurrection Stone, basically Death of Hollows, and that's it. What about Ollivander? That'd be a good miscellaneous one, too. Yeah, or just his shop in general. Or Dagon Alley, just in general. Butterbeer. Butterbeer. Yeah. Hogsmeade. Yeah. The Bar- Marauder's Map the was probably my number one on that. Oh, the Ooh, night the, the night, night bus. bus. 
Yeah, I like the little Jamaican man. Oh, Don Man. Oh, look out, Harry Potter. <laughs> it's about to be a bumpy ride. Little <laughs> <laughs> old lady. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. That is not in the books. What? The books are missing out? <laughs> the the night bus is the Jamaican shrunken head is in, in, in the book. Missing out. I if 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 characters was a a, a, a sub thing a category I would have picked him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Jamaican head man. Dude, I bet they sell them to hang around your uh, rear mirror. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you gotta get it. You gotta. I'm, I'm gonna get it for you, Dan. Fuck up, Dan. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. <laughs> I'm gonna find that on Amazon right after this and buy you it. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me. Do you have any closing statements? Do you stand with J.K. Rowling and her bigotry? No, I do not. Um, okay, I thank think you. she's being a little nutty, but I also think uh, she got harassed into being nutty because she was being a little nutty, and then nutty people got after her for being nutty, and then she was like, well, I'm going to be even more nutty. Amen. I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the title Dan stands with J.K. I don't. <laughs> um. Oh, never mind. I'll tell you after. All right. Well, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's take it over to the pop 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 culture. Can you give me notes? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I stole my notes. I just realized that. <laughs> you wanted me to see your Harry Potter pick, so you stole my notes. Thank I actually you. forgot to delete my notes for the draft. Um, First up for movies, a couple of trailers dropped. I think today, actually, they both dropped. Uh, first up, we had the final installment of the Insidious series. I know you're not big on the horror movies, but mm-hmm. uh, this is... I, I like this just because... Uh, so it's gonna be the finale to all the uh, original like Insidious storyline with uh, you know the little kid Dalton and the uh, dad and the fucking red demon. Um, it's called the Red Door, and what I like most about this is since it's been so long since the first movie, they're using the original kid actor as a grown up like kid going to college. What what else was he in? I don't know. He might have been in like something very obscure. Jurassic World. That's it. Was he in Jurassic World? Mm-hmm. Really? I feel like something else too, but yeah. Was he? He's one of the kids, I thought. He's in. Was he the kids. Iron Man kid? He was the Iron Man kid too. You're right. He's the Iron Man kid. Yeah. Damn, Iron Man three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love when they do that, or like when Hollywood's able to do that with a sequel, where you cast the same like child actor, but like as an older adult. I think that's always cool. Um. Oh, do you want to? Do you know what his name is? No. Ty. Ty. Lou? Simpkins. Oh. Simp? K-I-N-S. Simpkins. Poor kid. Poor kid. That's tough. Yeah, so he's in Jurassic World. He was in Iron Man 3. He's in all the the Insidiouses. Damn. He's in The Whale recently. This kid's got to get, like, a great resume. He's in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, he was at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, he's at the funeral scene. Yeah. The last Jurassic World. War of the Worlds. The Nice Guys. Jeez. This guy's got a fucking beefed up roster. Like, he has every, like, blockbuster franchise under his belt. Jurassic World. <laughs> Jurassic Avengers. Day. Avengers Insidious is a big horror movie franchise. Yeah. It's, like, the biggest one, I'd say. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, 
Yeah, it's good a, for him. Good, good for, for him. him. Good for him. And even the nice guys, like a really good movie. Like oh, yeah, that it's too. a good movie. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for. It. I know you're not big in the horror movies, but I I think it'll. I I know the last few like Insidious related projects haven't been successful. Um, I think they've been all right for horror movie standards because the critics always bash those movies. But I think uh, this has some potential. I, I think it does, and I hope it pans out well. Uh, and see, this is one of those movies that I maybe did not sleep when I was like in junior high when it came out. So I, I yeah, this was a passion. All right, that's fair. Just because the uh, my room's like in the corner, my bed's in the corner of the room. I always mm. saw like all the dark corners. Yeah, the room, the guy <laughs> hanging up in the corner. <laughs> the Darth Maul that did fuck me up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like one of my things with like when I'm watching horror movies is like usually in the day I'm like, all right, we should be okay. You know, what I mean, nothing's gonna happen. But the second one, that's where they started to do like weird shit during the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like that and Conjuring started doing that shit during the day, and I was like, I don't know when to expect it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like truly a jump scare. Um, the next trailer that dropped today, though, uh, the remake of White Man Can't Jump with uh, Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. In the movie, um, they dropped their trailer. Looks good. I mean, it's goes straight to Hulu. Um, so I've never seen the original with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. But mm-hmm. I always heard it's basketball fans love it. Yeah, yeah. Play basketball. So I, I, I think this. Uh, I mean, from the trailer, it seems like Jack Harlow does a good job acting. Very good. Um, Hopefully, it's not one of those just trailer makes exactly. it better than yeah. like it actually is. Because mm-hmm. he looks like a great actor. Yeah, it seems like it's a pretty good. Stepping stone for him and his like you know his whole business like of his self worth self worth. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that drops in May actually. I think it's in May 19th for Hulu. Yeah, straight to Hulu, which is Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, so I'll probably check that out when that drops. Uh, Other stuff for movies though, they did announce Kong versus Godzilla two titled The New Empire. They did a little teaser. It was really nothing though, but I don't know the MonsterVerse. I feel like they have some, they have they have a, enough caliber to like expand the universe pretty well, but I don't know if they'll do it successfully. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just gonna keep funneling out like Kong versus Godzilla movies, it's gonna get old. Very, and I'm already tired of it. Not even see any of them. And I mm-hmm. know the last one was pretty good. Well, the thing is, like, they always get like the CGI and special effects good with the monsters, but then like the stuff with the humans is always the worst. Yeah, and it's like they still haven't figured out that problem. Like, even in the first, like, uh, Godzilla remake they did somewhat recently, mm-hmm. um, you had, like, Brian Cranston and Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, and the, that it wasn't even that good of a plot with the humans. Yeah. That's what and that's what I feel like I, I heard sucked about those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian Cranston died early in the Godzilla movie. Huh. Like, it was like, why is he even... Like, he was, like, a featured, like, Brian Cranston's in this I movie. I've never seen that movie, and yeah. I would have thought Brian Cranston was a main yeah. character from all the Yeah, characters. he liked that. I mean, not, probably the first act, I'd say. Like, by the end like of the he's first only act, in, like, he's a quarter dead. of the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's like, it, Aaron Taylor Johnson's, like, the main actor for the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to see footage of that. They said it's going to do arrive in uh, 2024. Uh, and then, with Jonathan Major's update, apparently more alleged abuse victims are coming out of the woodworks here. Uh, he was already removed from his uh, agency. Like, they just kind of cut their deal with him, their contract with him. And there are rumors coming out that Marvel will be casting, uh, uh, cutting him out of the movies as well as mm. Kang. It sucks. Uh, I did see someone, like, on the internet recommended, like, a replacement for him. And they said John Boyega. I like that. 
They do look similar enough where you can get away with that. Exactly. Exactly. They look a lot more Ed, alike than Mark Ruffalo and uh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. They don't look anything alike. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, they could definitely pull that off and they could not even like mention it kind of thing. You know, because I, I don't know. It would feel, feel lame if they like mentioned it somehow, mm-hmm. you know. But I do think they're gonna have to rework Loki season two because of it because he seems like he's gonna be a prominent character. Or do you think they're just gonna roll with it and then the next thing's gonna be? Well, Loki's season two isn't coming out for a while. I think. I think it got pushed back already before this Jonathan Major shit. Well, so maybe they could reshoot everything. Yeah, I think they might be. I mean, because like it's a TV show, and how much are you really? Yeah, you know, gonna have Kang involved with the show. Like, I think he'll be like in maybe a few episodes. Yeah, but. The whole like after credit scene for Kang Dynasty was basically mm-hmm. a Loki teaser, and it's all him. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like, it seemed like from that, it seemed like he's gonna be like a big part of season two. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I think it'll be a big part of it, but like the actual screen time of him won't be much. Okay, well, I feel like it'll be like an episode and a half worth in total of mm-hmm. the season, which probably wouldn't take that long to film. Plus, Disney's already buddy buddy with John Boyega from Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Although he's talking shit on Star Wars ever since he's done with Star Wars. That's true, too. <laughs> like, he always throws in the digs because he was a big, like, fan of Star Wars, and they just kind of butchered the last few movies. Yeah. <laughs> Do a real quick side note. Uh, TBS just had a commercial for D-Wade's game show. Oh, really? The Cube, and the next season they have, like, Shaq come on, and <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's wife and his wife, Gabrielle Union, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Iman Shumpert. That's pretty cool. Uh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, then the last thing I had, the Lilo and Stitch live action movie casted uh, Courtney B. Vance as Cobra Bubbles. And fans are fuming. Courtney Courtney Vance, uh, she would be playing Cobra Bubbles. I'm looking it up. But the fans want Ving Rhames to play the role, who looks a lot like Cobra Bubbles. Like, I don't know, you got this big black guy works for the government, and then you cast this chick for yeah, Cobra dude. Bubbles. It's kind of... It? <laughs> Courtney Vance? Yeah, Courtney Vance. Courtney B. Vance, maybe. I don't know. But there was also another thing where they, like, casted a uh, Nani, um, and people were upset because Courtney, she wasn't Courtney dark Vance enough. Is a guy. Oh, she is? He is, yeah. Wait, I thought on screen right I had a picture of a chick. I just looked up Cor- Cobra Bubbles and Courtney Vance, and all of them is the same dude. Yeah, this is a guy. It's not a chick. Really? That's oh, Courtney okay. B. Vance. I'm to be. My bad, then. Um, but anyways, they were looking for uh, Ving R- Rames for the role. Look him up. Which he does look like Cobra Bubbles. Like, it's pretty... On point. He was like from the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah he he is just. <laughs> yeah. But there was also a Nani casting, and people were complaining because she wasn't like a dark enough skin tone. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a lot of that shit. So I don't know. Yeah, but, Corny Vance, hundred percent a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a trick. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Ving Rames. 100% is just the real-life Cobra Yeah, bubbles. exactly. Um, but then, that's all I have for movies, though. So, unless you had anything for movies. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons is cool. Yeah, yeah. Even cool. if you don't play D&D, mm-hmm. because I've only played like once or twice, but 
It's just awesome. It's so an Chris Pine. Chris Pine's awesome in it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. All right. TV. First up, the new Dave episode. I watch a new one. I watch all the other ones though. How good was that? Uh, was hearsay? it this? Hearsay. Was hearsay awesome. was great. Yeah, hearsay with Rick awesome. Ross and yeah. Yeah, Osher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the music video one was awesome too. The music video one was awesome too. Man, yeah, like uh, what's it called? Evolution of Man. Yeah. <laughs> but but I didn't like the first episode not much in Texas. Honestly, like I I didn't hate it, but the second two were much better. Much better. Yeah. And the, the hearsay verse he drops is fucking mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fourth one's great. You know Chloe Bennett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in it. Oh, nice, nice. It's great. Nice. Great episode. Allie's back. Nice. I saw that in the thumbnail for the preview. Mm-hmm. So I was on Hulu. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I watched the other three. And Very good like, episode, oh, though. I liked it. I fucked with it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I, I, I still have time on Thursdays to watch them. I, I just kind of a crush on Chloe Bennett. So. Chloe Bennett's. So, so yeah, when, she, when I saw her, I was like, I love this episode. So it could be bad. It could be bad, yeah. and I just don't even realize it. She's in a Shield, right? Yeah, Agents she's of Shield. Quake. She's Quake. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. so they're like buddy buddy in real life. Yeah. She's all. She's so hot. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. Yeah. Uh, then the other show, Mandalorian, the finale, season three. What'd you think? Loved it. You loved it? Is he, did, you, did you not? Because <sighs> it didn't seem like you do. I loved it. I, the, I the only love it. My only complaint was there wasn't any big crazy like. Yeah, that's my thing. Cliffhanger, but it's good for the Mandalorian story. Like that show story it doesn't set yeah. up Ahsoka. Yeah, that's like my biggest like complaint is like, oh, it didn't tease the next big thing. But the actual story within was awesome. The fights were awesome. Yeah, I mean the fights were cool. The, you know the effects. Whatever. Cool. Whenever he was doing the one by one like mm-hmm. door, just kicking the shit out of those yeah uh, those troopers was awesome. When he did like the slide through the smoke, mm-hmm. the fight between whenever uh, Bogatan was about to get murked, she goes like, oh yeah, the thing about Mandalorians like we do better together. And then Dick yeah, comes the out spaghetti of western, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. It's so like I, I, I loved all that stuff. I loved um, Grogu, being Grogu one on one on all of them. Yeah, it's like dodging around. You see, like him more in action. Yeah, yeah like he's running around, which is awesome, hopping everywhere, starting uh, to do the force more. Yeah, I like how they they tied up the clone stuff. Uh, yeah, that's be, is supposed to be Moff Gideon trying to make himself force sensitive, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the only thing I like I said the only thing I didn't really like was the fact that they we, we didn't see Thrawn, which we didn't have to. I mean, it was just... yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted like a like more. I don't know. It just seemed like didn't finally adopts Grogu, Dinjar, yeah, so yeah didn't Din Grogu. Grogu. That's yeah. sick. I don't know. It, it's like you kind of wrote off the Mandalorian. You could be done with it. I don't know if they're doing a season four. They probably are. They, I, they I, might I, just I, be I doing think the movie. I think they're they were setting this up for season four. Like, all right. We're going back to the, the one-off episode, like mm. how the first season was. I mean, that'd be cool if they did that. Let's do some missions. I mean, if if that's what it leads to, I'm fine with it. That's what team that they said. I don't know. I put. I, I don't know. I think it was my least favorite season by far. Um, can't be the first season. And the second no. in se- the second season was season a lot finale was amazing. Exactly. Season finale of two was the best episode. Both season finales were awesome. For the first, for the prior yeah. two seasons, yeah, I think this one was good. I, th- I don't. I just I don't think it was a step what... down. That's that's my summary. Yeah, it can be a step down and still be good. Yeah, I mean, like, it's watchable. You know, I mean, like it's not like just I... watchable. Yeah, 
You're giving it a watchable. Like, not, I mean, it's not it, good. It's just like, watchable. I didn't like it click passed. it off. I didn't turn it off and was like, I just wasted 40 minutes of my life. I was just like, what? I was like, yeah, it's all right. What? I just wanted more. It was awesome. Just wanted a little bit more. I thought it was um, awesome. I like. I like how they got rid of the dark saber too. No more. That kind of pissed me off. I, I'm cool with that because it's like, all right, we. No more of like. Yeah, it's all. It's out with the old and with the new. But I don't know. That's like a. It's like a big item in the universe. Yeah, but surrounding the that item is always like, all right, who it's has always, it's it? A it's always item, yeah. Yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. don't need. They, they, it's ran its course. It's uh, the Clone Wars. They did awesome yeah. stuff with it. They did awesome stuff with the Rebels. They did awesome stuff in this show with I it. I think just got tired of the budget. For um, it. I loved whenever <laughs> they're fighting. They're coming down, flying the armor, and Bo-Katan were just fucking mowing people down mm-hmm. with yeah. the dark saber and like her hammers. That was badass. Yeah, yeah. I like how they. Re- I, I liked everything. I like uh, even the ending whenever they go to uh, what's it called? Like, give me. I don't they, know. They get, they get a little house on the, out, out in the country. Yeah, you know what would have done awesome. for me? Okay, he goes to talk to say like, "Hey, I'm cool with doing like New Republic missions, right?" Yeah. He goes. The guy talks to him. Oh, okay. You want to do New Republic missions? Let me introduce you to Zeb. That'd be cool. There should be fine with that. Yeah, but like, but, but, but yeah. is that all that's missing for you to make it from watching? No, no. Good? I mean, but like, give me shit like that. Give me like two more things like that, and I'm happy. You just want the yeah, I get it. I, mean, I, want, I want the fucking want the payoff. fan service. I want the payoff. Uh, the fans, yeah, I'm a fan service slut that wants the payoff. Yeah, I mean, I, I also like I said, I started the whole thing off. The worst part was it wasn't anything like that. So I agree with you with that. Mm-hmm. But I did like the episode um, a lot. Yeah, I don't know. If but I agree with you. It's not better than the first two finales. Yeah, I mean, nothing's gonna beat. Luke Skywalker, like my favorite Star Wars character, getting like brought in randomly, yeah. unexpectedly just mowing through. And like people. you had Ahsoka that season, and yeah. you had the, uh, Cad Bane. That was Boba Fett. Oh, that was Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, that was Boba Fett. You're right. We had Ahsoka, and then you had the uh, uh, reveal of Thrawn being alive. Yeah, you get, you get a little teaser about Thrawn in this mm-hmm. one. You also get. The Grogu getting out of the Jedi Temple scene with Ahmed Best. That yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Mythosaur. I don't know. I think out of eight episodes, there was like maybe... Going back to Mandalorian? I think half of them were good episodes. I think the only bad one, really, which I still kind of liked, was the Jack Black Lizzo one. That was the worst. I also... You didn't like the Pershing one either. I liked the Pershing one. I didn't love the Pershing one either. I See, I, I don't hate those two episodes. Mm-hmm. I think you don't like those ones, so I get that. And then there was like another... The first one, like looking back, you can probably say like the same thing. I mean, like, it being the first episode when it dropped, it was like, okay. Mm. But, like, looking back, it's kind of like, yeah, it kind of sucked. The very yeah. first one with the fake IG thing. Yeah, which they brought out. They did bring him back. They did bring him back. As a marshal. As a marshal, yeah. That's sweet. That was cool. Um, The pirate stuff was awesome, like the whole space battle. It was a cool battle, but, yeah. So that was in the Pershing episode. That was, like, the 50-50 I'm on. Yeah. But, like, I'd say, I, half, I, I like I'd say of- half of the season was, like, I like I enjoyed this. The this season focused on the Mandalore stuff mm-hmm. over all the other stuff, which I like the Mandalore stuff. Yeah, like I like those Mandalore arcs in Clone Wars and Rebels like and stuff. This was more the book of Bo-Katan. Yeah, Bo-Katan was definitely the best, the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the best, the main character. Like it seemed like the book of Bo-Katan instead of Mandalorian season three. Yeah, I think the season would be better if they added one or two more episodes. That too. Yeah. So I feel like some stuff was rushed and early. Did, did the CGI seem crappy to you during the Grogu force on the fire explosion? I couldn't no, tell. Oh, I forgot about the part. I like that part, too. Cause Kanan, I did like that part. Kanan. 
holding the with mm-hmm. the fire back with the force. Yeah, similar. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like it was like, oh fuck, we ran out of money. All right, well, I, I didn't notice anything. I digress. That's all I have for TV, though. Anything you want to toss in? Mm-mm. All right, all right. Um, well, I guess it's that cube thing I said before. <laughs> oh, the cube thing. Oh, what do I want to do here? James of the week music. All right. So let me see here. How many? So I have one clear cut jam of the week. I'm going to say it first because it already got taken down off of Spotify. Mm-hmm. But it is your jam of the week. Your legal jam of the week. Uh, it's Heart on My Sleeve by Ghost Rider. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. and it's just the AI Drake in the weekend. Oh, yeah. That's what I was like. I, yeah. I, reacting. I, like, I feel like I heard that, but I don't remember. Yeah. It was that. That's a banger. It's a banger. It's a banger. But it already got taken down off Spotify and everything. So like you won't see it on the playlist. I just, so it's, I just, I literally it's your it illegal. Huh? I literally just looked it up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah They're already, like, taking it down. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's your legal jam of the week. First ever. We, well, we should we should have <laughs> planned ahead and called uh, Zane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ask what, what does Drake do in this situation? Your Honor, I'm suing this uh, person who used my likeness in the name of a song. And then he just like I don't know it's like a pop though he could like just release it as his own thing and just I, I would be like I wouldn't get go, all the retribution I would go to the ghostwriter guy and say give me cut mm-hmm. and I'll back you up on it and I go to the weekend give you an actual feature or something say what if we go you me you the weekend thirty three percent each yeah why not yeah this, and this officially release series. it yeah officially Sick. release it you still get a quarter a mm-hmm. third of everything. I mean, I'd do that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, but since that is illegal to listen to that song, I guess, I have one other option for Jam of the Week, and it's Chemical by Post Malone. Just dropped. I've not heard that one. Real right. good vibe. Real good vibe. I fuck with it. Uh, like a classic posty, you know. Classic posty banger. So I like it. Love it. But yeah, that's all I had, though. Just those two songs. Nice. So, with that being said, you can see that on the playlist on the Spotify, uh, Talking Dirty James. But you will not see the, the Ghost Rider song. You will not see the Ghost Rider song. You're a legal jam of the week. But with that, Ryan, how about our closing statements? That's the first jam of the week. It's not on the playlist. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to Dan for coming on for the Harry Potter draft. Dune, yeah. Dune. Should was- I put Dune or Dan on the graphic? Dunial. Dune, Dooner in the Chamber of Dunes. Put that for him. I don't feel like typing all that. Dune, I'm gonna, Dune, I'm gonna have limited space to work with on this, anyways. Dooney boy, Dooney boy, Kane, Looney Dunes, Looney Dunes. I do. Have, <laughs> I mean, I have. Let me see here. I have a whole Dune folder. Wait, do you have Looney, do you have Looney Dunes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be a good. Dooney, one. Dooney Tunes. Oh, Looney Dunes is much better on that. Oh, Dooney Come Tunes. on. The, the better the better of it is being ridiculous. Dune Dooner in the Chamber of Dunes. Um, <laughs> Looney creature, Dunes is creature, much Creature of the Black Ladoon. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> Dune Dooner in the Dunely Hollows Part Dune. That's a bit much. That's the point. That's excessive. That's the point. But all right. 
Uh, 412-74-1577. Kent's brother's painting. Yep. Give him a call. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Derry J Sports. Uh, two chains line of the week and the the trapping in the trapping hot told her come here and dance. Didn't have no AC on. All we had was OnlyFans. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. What about this one? one? Silence of the Dune. <laughs> oh, the butterfly in the mouth is the cornerstone of that picture. Color Dooney. That's a good one. That's. <laughs> I, I I still. Did I miss- Jimmy Doontron? I'm going to stand by that Looney Dunes is a much better use of the Dune than Dooney, Dooney, Dooney Tunes. Tunes. No way. 100%. No way. No. Or Dooney Dunes. James and the Giant Dune. The joke, a the, it's a double <laughs> joke because his dad's name's James. So I put Dan's dad on James. And it's just a head, giant head. This is a peach. All right. See you guys. All right. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy Oh.
Zeit.